Okay, you want me to open this up? Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Open it up and spit at it. Oh my god. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great opener if there's anyone. So, uh, okay. Brent, I had something, a fast food item that I wanted to run by you, see if oh you had heard god. about it. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a follow up to this. I think I think I mentioned recently that I wanted to try out, which was uh, okay. KFC. <gasps> Hadn't oh, been to KFC in a while. You had mentioned the double down. I think it was with Eric, right? And oh, I think yeah. I think he mentioned it because you mentioned it on your other podcast. <laughs> and now I'm mentioning it back here. So it's come full yeah. circle. Uh, uh, but it's, I it's podception. Oh, my God. Finally. And. Mm -hmm. I specifically wanted to try it, not the double down. That's not for me. I can, I can just, I did look online to see a picture of it. I can understand the concept. I don't need it in my life personally because <laughs> I want the bread, <laughs> but I like, I like that it's, it exists for people like you, I guess. Uh -huh. Right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. But then you had talked about the fries and I, I said that I used to hate the wedges. That's one of the reasons I never went to KFC because a wedge to me, uh, they, they just weren't good enough there. It's too much potato. I need it a little crunchier on the outside. Okay. Uh, the ratio is off to me. I, mm -hmm. I like a little uh, more French fry kind of look, shape, whatever. <laughs> oh. And so I, and then I, I went online though before I had it, and I, people were like, yeah, they fucking suck. They're greasy. Um, the wedges are the best. Bring back the wedges, or I'm never eating KFC again. I'm so angry because everybody's angry. So I was reading all about mm -hmm. that. We went. I liked them. They were, they were at least fine French wow. fries. Okay. I, I don't think they were bad by any stretch. Uh, but in particular, I, I was going to try their chicken strips. I haven't, I'm not a big like bone in chicken guy. So uh, all about the chicken strips, but they had some nuggets. They had new nuggets. So I was like, I'll try those out. Have you had their nuggets? I have not. I have not. And my wife and I just recently ate at KFC. I picked up some food on Friday night, I think. Uh -huh. And I wanted to double down so bad. Oh, Ooh, I you can feel about it, it in my bones. They didn't have it. What? Yeah, were, I don't know if they were just out of it at oh my God. The, the place I was going to, but I, I checked the app, and when I went to go pick up the uh, the food on Friday mm -hmm. night, you know, I checked the, uh, the 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 actual physical menu they have there. You checked their freezer? I did, yeah. Like, I, I did see a, the buns. I see there's there's breaded chicken back here, bitch. I, d did you know? Uh, you know what? Uh, pro tip for you and all the listeners. Mm. Did you know you can do a citizen's cavity search of anybody? <laughs> you really <laughs> I can. Don't, I don't. If you go in so. with an, with enough, uh, let's call it gusto, you know, gun guns. Were you trying to say well, guns? <laughs> I mean, that's part of the equation. If we're being honest, it is America. Yeah. Listen, I think for people and chickens, uh, consent is important for any kind of cavity search. See, this is the this is the thing I found out on Friday. Mm -hmm. It's like when I was doing my cavity church, church, oh, what cavity we, church. <laughs> Is that, is that the episode title? Is that like a dentist or is it like a TSA agent? Whichever, you know, is the dirtiest way. version is the one I, I like the most. So when you went the other day. Yes, when I when I went to uh, to do the cavity search the other day, I got very confused because I, you know, checked the front, I checked the back, and then I asked the each person is like, and what are you holding in your cloaca? And they were like, I don't, we don't have one. It's like, mm -hmm. well, the chicken does. Um, what do you have to say to that? Oh, so, wow. Yeah. I love some good breaded cloaca. Oh, my God. You know, if you it's in season, spritz of lemon. Oh, my God. Oof. If you get that farm to table cloaca, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's like in the fair when they do this, like, 
tornado to- uh, potatoes. They're like, <laughs> you know, it's like a special spiral look and mm-hmm. just holds the breading in, which is nice. Oh, mm. my God. Oh, they deep fried the cloaca here. Oh, Fuck it, yeah. Eve. Oh, yeah. shit. Clear your schedule. <laughs> I wonder if we can grift some of these <laughs> these ride tokens for <laughs> some cloaca bucks. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I went and uh, uh, the other I day, what we were talking about, <laughs> the chicken nuggets, the, the chicken, chicken nuggets, nuggets. okay, yes. no, I have so not you had haven't those. had them. What did you end up getting that day? You asked me one question that spirals <laughs> into that. Uh, so I, I got one of the, the famous bowls because I wanted my wife okay. to try it. And my wife got a, uh, one of the Tinder meals. It was like a three gotcha. piece Tinder thing. Right, right. And she That's was like, what I was going to oh. go for. Yeah. She, uh. She said that she was into Tinders. I was like, oh, you like Tinders too? What are you, Steven? And then I got like a little bit hard. You know? Oh, yeah. Thinking like, oh, about shit, me. Did I, I marry oh, Steven? And then she was like, I don't like any entertainment at all. I was like, oh, okay, no, no, no. Oh, it's not Steven. It's a different thing. Different thing. Different thing. Uh, yeah, can right. I just pitch an app that we can sell that is called Tenders? And it is, <laughs> oh, yeah. it is for chicken tender lovers to meet. Oh, that's wonderful. What do you think about that? I think that could really sell. Oh, my God. Imagine. Oh, my God, Stephen. The possibilities are endless. Think about it. So, uh, uh, what kind of dipping sauce do you like? I'm not really a dipping sauce kind of guy. Oh. Like, not any of Not even a little bit, no. Just. What about salt? The fuck salt? Oh, my goodness. Salt killed my father. <laughs> <laughs> That's how dating sites can be, you know? You never know yeah. who you're going to meet. And what you might say to offend someone. So that's why I never go out and never see anybody. You should have like a grease sensor on the screen of your phone. So like if you're trying to swipe between the the tenders, it like it's like mm, fingers aren't greasy enough to swipe. Are you even really a Tinder lover? <laughs> if you can't swipe fast enough because the grease made you skip across your phone, then like we, we can't accept that. Clearly, there's no ranch fingers here. This no. guy's not working it right. Right, right, right. Yeah. I would sign it for tenders, though. Even though I'm married, I feel like I feel oh, like it's a I different might... thing. Exactly. It's yeah. just, honey. It's just something I like on the weekends. Or hey, mm-hmm. yeah, leave me alone about it. Um, Where's Steven at? He's been gone for like 45 minutes. Uh, he said he was going to the restroom to go and knock on the door. <laughs> Steven, are you swiping tenders again oh, in there? Oh no! <laughs> I'm, and I'm not. I'm like huddled above the toilet bowl, just. Was shoving cloacas in my my face as fast as possible. <laughs> I've stolen them from the freezer in the back. <laughs> They're rock hard. I don't care because I am too. <laughs> this is like your Viagra. <laughs> man, this show is really off the rails. I fucking wow. love it, man. Almost immediately. I love wow, it. Great. So good. All right. Well, yeah. anyway, I went and got te- I got uh, nuggets. <laughs> How were the nuggets? Were they were they uh, nice? The whole, and, okay. I, I, I want to. I know this isn't the right term, but were they nice and beefy nuggets? You know oh, how like sometimes saying, you get though. get some right. that are not uh, quite chunky. They're just like right. eh, the hint of meat. Um, I would say that they are closer to that. They're not like big chunks. Uh, they're not like chicken. And chunks. you cannot lie. I cannot lie. Uh, they mm. are. But the whole reason I'm bringing it up specifically for you and then I'm curious for you to try them at some point is I they're they're new. They're these nuggets and they and the picture online, they looked different than their chicken tenders as if they weren't the same breading. But I like the coloring is even on the stuff like their tenders looked lighter. 
the ones uh the nuggets looked like darker and i thought oh well they these are new they've done like a new photo shoot but they haven't shot the rest of the menu <laughs> over again like i was just trying to like That's figure funny. it out before i got them right yeah and so i i we we both ordered them amanda and i both wanted them though and i'm used to when i do eat chick or not chick when i when i eat uh, kfc i'm used to like the crunchy you know like the extra crunchy recipes oh, yeah. mm-hmm. i like their tenders and stuff like that um these nuggies though i started to already say it uh a mm-hmm. spoiler alert they are essentially chick-fil-a nuggets they are like oh okay. they are like chick-fil-a nuggets but brent mm-hmm. none of the anti-lgbtq stuff with them so you can if you i know great. you are not a chick-fil-a kind of guy mm-hmm. i am also i don't eat there very often i love their chicken but i hate you know the shitty policies and stuff that they mm-hmm. they, they are for so uh, I don't and know I'm the opposite. I love their policies. I just don't oh, like their chicken. You just at don't all, like their so. chicken. Yeah. Is that uh-huh. really true, though? Not the policies part. But do you not like their chicken? Because then you wouldn't like these. But if it's just you've been avoiding the policies for years, it's just an, another option finally out there. It's kind of mm-hmm. nice. Oh, yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm starved at all for for any type of chicken. Like mm-hmm. every burger place essentially has a, at least one type of chicken sandwich or maybe some chicken tenders or whatever. That helps. Hell, even if you yeah. go to like Olive Garden or whatever, you can score some like chicken tindies or whatever so it's never too, too far from us you know right um that's that's one of the the better things about being in a, a landlocked state is like oh there's plenty of fucking chicken we will always have chicken you know and there's yeah uh not a lot of great seafood maybe but you get i don't know chicken, i feel like the seafood is fresher when it comes from several states away you oh, know there's okay. just something about there's something about the truck ride taste in mm-hmm. it you know you like, like that pe- where people say like oh if you drink uh, soda or beer from a can it just tastes a little bit better mm-hmm. you know because the light doesn't get to it imagine if you were a, a swordfish caught out in the atlantic <laughs> sea and then you're like sure maybe it, this sucks for me right now but it'll all be worth it when some dipshit in the middle of oklahoma <laughs> a state i don't even have a concept for eats me <laughs> i have the, the taste of a, a frozen truck i'm riding in mm. unbagged oh boy that's so great it's it's a dream for all large fish in the sea, I feel. That's true. That's true. Um, and speaking of fish in the sea, download the app Tenders. Uh, Tenders, yes, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, if you if you ever are so inclined, I would be intrigued to see your opinion or hear your opinion on the, okay. uh, the, the chicken nuggies there. But it, for me, it was great because I don't go to Chick-fil-A often because of their policies. Also, mm-hmm. you can't get there on Sundays, which is pretty much the exclusive time that I want them. And so <laughs> I've been waiting for someone to yeah. challenge their their chicken making prowess and it's like it's not like it's hard like they're, oh, they're no. their nuggets are not even like that special it's just nobody else makes them and now somebody essentially made them and we amanda and i even looked at each other like but at the same time without saying it we're just like these are fucking chick-fil-a nuggets right like it was so mm-hmm. weird and they're cheaper which is great of so course, yeah uh all around uh just a good experience and i was really pleasantly surprised from the from the fries to the uh, chicken nuggies uh kfc was a win for us so i, I think we'll be back that's wonderful i know that's i'm wonderful. excited have you ever had the famous bowls there where they just dump a bunch of shit on some mashed potatoes yeah not for me that's not like for me an amanda okay. thing i don't like mixing my foods like that i don't oh. right i don't need that i don't need those flavors together um again mm-hmm. i don't i love that it's out there it feels like a very american f- food you know mm-hmm. it's just like it, it literally should just be called fat bowl I would also shop at some place called Fat Bowl. <laughs> this is so funny. Yeah. I, I had this thought uh, the other day where they should have a restaurant called Fat Fucks, where it's like P H A T P H U X. 
<laughs> I would eat there too. There we go. Let's start up a restaurant. Oh my god. We have all I don't know how plans. to do anything, but uh so uh good luck. Uh I'm not gonna show up most days, but you know, I'm there to help you. What if we opened a chicken restaurant called Cut Clucks? <laughs> Cut Clucks. <laughs> what do you think about that? We got a whole chain. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. We don't take actual cash. Do you have any cut bucks uh, that you can spend <laughs> from your last visit? Or I can just fuck your wife. Either way. I can, uh, either way. You either tell way. me. Oh, that's you... her? Oh. Uh, yeah, no, why don't you guys just go? <laughs> well, uh, I think on that note, KFC was a win. All things are great. And uh, <laughs> yep. we're going to get into this shit. So uh, we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent, and I uh, feel bad about uh, negging an imaginary <laughs> wife. I'm sorry. <laughs> she doesn't even exist, but you're like, it's not polite to say Th- that, that about was, anybody, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like the retort would have been like, well, have you seen yourself? And I'd be like, yeah, it's, Oops. I've seen it every day, every day. I just, you know, sitting there eating a, a cold, cold bowl of milk-covered cloacas oh yeah oh my mm. god yeah just trying to bring some life back into them you know if you grab a handful of cloacas and you throw them on a paper plate and just like hit them with a, a, a quick splash of water pop them in the microwave for about 43 seconds oh my god they Is really resuscitate thing? oh my god so wow good. any seasoning yeah uh you know i i like to take it as the chef has prepared it okay again uh with spritz of water the way i like to do it is i buy mine from new hampshire Mm -hmm. and uh i actually mail them chicken cloacas they throw them in the the ocean fish them back out wow it's a heavily evolved process Mm -hmm. yeah and then they like put it in a a metal truck uh with a questionable like freezer system bring it back to oklahoma Mm -hmm. and then i like go and pick them up so it's like farm to table, but there's like several other steps involved in between. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a big, you know, climate person, environmentalist. And uh, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, that's kind of that's kind of excessive. But um, maybe maybe we could work out a system that you could get that same kind of flavor, but like more local, you know, like could you throw them? Um, is Big Splash still around? Big Splash, the water park? The water park here in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah. We we do still have a water park here. Yes, yeah. Drag. Maybe you just use that water because that has like questionable things in oh it. Oh my god, Stephen, that is disgusting. Children pee in that pool. I'm oh trying to god, get some, some of that flavor from like uh, well defecation. Oh, okay. You can't get that there. Horseshoe crab piss. You know that's <laughs> it's very specific <laughs> flavor. Oh, it really like it sounds like it'd be gross, but mm-hmm. like. Honestly, once you try it, it's just like, fuck, I need that. Do you think that recording at night has led us to talk about more weird food shit that would put people off their breakfast? I feel like welcome, the... <laughs> welcome to Eltas After Dark. I feel like the... I don't know. I, I'd have to see... I'd have to go back and look and see when we recorded late. But I feel like generally when we devolve into this type of stuff, it's it's late. Uh-huh. After I mean, we've eaten and we don't care. Sure. I yeah. mean, it could be... <laughs> That could be very true. It could be. It's like, fuck you. Fuck you, listener. I've eaten. Steven's eaten. We don't give a shit. We're ruining your meals. Oh, my God. It's a good start, though. Well, yeah. All right. So uh, oh, welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. <laughs> I forgot. The show kind of uh-huh. like Snowpiercer that goes off the rails. So um, mm-hmm. today we are here to talk about Snowpiercer, the movie which is going to yes. be amazing. But uh, a few little mini topics before that. Um, I have a, a, a quick few things, and then I know okay. you had a, a big 
sort of mini topic that you wanted to talk about, right? Yeah. Um, like a jumbo shrimp, you might say. So uh, oh God, I'm just going to yeah. run through mine real quick. If that's cool. Okay. And then we can get to yours because that's what I'm really excited about. So my first one was sure. that they announced some casting news for the uh, sequel to one of my favorite movies of all time, 1996 classic Twister. And Twister 2, which is called wow. Twisters. Wow, they did the alien. They alien did the alien. They smart. did the tenders. It's fucking smart, bro. In the great. Yeah. And in the movie Twister, there are multiple twisters, which means that in Twisters, there's <laughs> got to be like fucking 14. You know, can we have a, a scene where like Ken Watanabe shows up and he sees these two twisters getting ready to collide? And then like he, he pushes his way to the front of a crowd of people and says, let them fight. <laughs> uh, I hope so. OK, great. He's not in the cast list yet. Fuck. But well, let's hold out hope, though. Cross your okay. fingers. So uh, who was announced, though, which made me really excited, were uh, Top Gun Maverick breakout Glenn Powell. Oh, OK. Right? Yeah, Love I saw that you got dude. To cast in something. Yeah. Yeah. And he sounds amazing for this type of movie, you know, because uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately we don't have Bill Paxton anymore to reprise his role. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman was also the original Twister. Won't be back oh, in this. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They haven't announced any of the original team. I'm a huge Helen Hunt fan. Uh, oh, apparently yeah. she did have a, a script from a few years ago with David Diggs that she was trying to work with a, the studio oh. about for a, a Twister sequel that would be more like a diverse cast. And uh, he's he's uh, the lead. I think one of the leads in the Snowpiercer TV show, right? And that's totally random. I had this news yeah. and then I was looking that up right before the, the show to see because I've never seen the TV show Snowpiercer. Same. And I didn't realize, yeah. yeah, that connection was there, which is so mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, but yeah, they that was worked on for a while. That one didn't get uh, put out, but they're they're working on this one now. Um, everybody involved sounds great. Um, so uh, Glenn Powell was the first person cast, and then Daisy Edgar Jones. I don't know if you know her. She's uh, she's in that show that I, I reviewed. Uh, oh, of course, that one that way. She's in that show I reviewed a while back um, that my wife and I had watched, um, Under the Banner of Heaven, which is like oh, a okay. Mormon show. And okay. she's fantastic. She's uh, she's in a movie called When the Crawdads Sing. I think that's what it is. I don't know what oh, that's about. Oh, yeah. That Reese Witherspoon produced Yeah, movie. right. Yeah. Um, but she's uh, amazing, I think. Uh, and that show that we watched, she was a really dramatic force. Uh, and they're both awesome. And I can't see it on here right now who is directing it and wrote it. But the the people that they had announced for it, too, like they, they had done some like recent stuff that I liked. So I was like, oh, that sounds mm-hmm. cool. That sounds cool. So by all accounts, uh, Twister's a silly movie, but I've always really loved it. And then we heard this news and I thought it was really cool. So uh, I'm just mm-hmm. pumped about that personally. Um, yeah. I also wanted to mention briefly, we talked about a lot of different apps on here. And I had my first experience with Pluto TV the other day. Wow. And uh, I found something. It's a British gardening TV show. I've been gardening a lot in my house. We've been trying to rehab our flower beds. So we found this guy named Monty Don that we like a lot. It's it's <laughs> kind of the gardening version of uh, like Great British Bake Off, sort of. Oh, my God. So it's just like yeah. wholesome, lovely stuff. He just goes. It's like every episode there's two different couples. And he goes back and forth over months to their homes and helps them. Uh, figure out garden plans whatever and this there's like a series two and series three that weren't available on like amazon i found them on pluto Mm -hmm. and it turned out it was such an easy experience i had never tried pluto because why the fuck would i uh until you need it (laughs) you know and there's uh, so many other streaming services right right? there's just too many options and if you don't need it but uh it was great you just turn it on and it was almost like old school tv it just starts playing something there's like Mm -hmm. the streaming like list of the different channels it sort of has that are just playing and then you don't have to sign up or anything. Um, there's no yeah. sign in at all. I loved that. Um, you just start watching it. There's commercials. 
but who the fuck cares like it's free that's mm-hmm. great so uh i'd never would have tried it but if you ever find something you need on there pluto tv is not too bad you should definitely check it out so it's a good little yeah, experience to have i think i've used that uh, a couple of times before when i was trying to track down something for uh one of these episodes uh, i like their logo as well it has like the multicolor like circle i first of all yeah. i love a, a circle logo at, Ooh, at any okay, point yeah. right right uh and then this has like the the multicolor trail of the the white circle that has uh the word tv in it it's just you know what ah, it's just it's just good it's a good know? looking logo it surprised yeah, me the whole thing the whole experience you get a good looking logo the world is your oyster you know oh yeah which has a pearl in it, which is also like oh my god, circular and also like cum colored. Weird. Man. <laughs> I was just about to say, and you eat those, right? Oh my and god, you said all that, the time. so of course, yes. Oh god, damn, dude, I've oh, got yeah. my own like pearl necklace coming out. You know what I'm saying? Oh dude? god. <laughs> Someone runs up on me in a dark alley. They'll get their own pearl necklace shattering all over the floor. Avenge me, Bruce. What a superpower. That's amazing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not good or helpful in, in the yeah, least. Yeah, most, most cases. Hey, the problem is, is you're wearing pants all the time, and it's hard to deploy that weapon when you're wearing pants. I know. I, I got to get those, uh, like, footy pajamas that have the ass flap yes. in them, you know? Yeah. Just let it loose. Absolutely. Flapping in the wind. Oh, my God. Beautiful thing. I imagine, like, up on a gargoyle, like, fucking Batman, <laughs> with your butt flap just, like, blowing in the, gently in the breeze, and you're like, vengeance will be mine. Oh, boy. It's just, like, leaking out of me like a ripcord to a lawnmower. <laughs> what if one pearl drop, though, hits someone oh square in the face, like dropping a coin off of a tall building? Oh Batman killed his first person. Wow. Pearl Man. <sighs> pearl pearl man. man killed... Wow. First name Ron, last name Perlman. <laughs> uh, no relation. Uh, it's just, uh, just a coincidence. <laughs> yes, I do wish they would make a third Hellboy movie. I get okay, but I, I can't. I have no say in that. Oh my god, I'm Different not the guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Beauty and the Beast was kind of fun back in the day. The TV yeah. show was weird. It's got fun though. Um. So yeah. going back to uh, to Twister real quick, do they did they say if it was going to take place in Oklahoma again? You know, I don't know. They didn't really say the details about that, but I would love it if they did. Yeah. Or is it going to be like an East Coast West Coast like Twister off Ooh, that meets in the middle? You know, kind of like that. Yeah. And they resurrect Tupac. Oh my god! The, the Tupac hologram is the one to it's save us all. <laughs> that's how they get. That's how they can get someone in front of the Twisters without without worrying about uh-huh. them. They're like, uh-huh. he's like, I got this. Mm-hmm. that could be amazing but, but uh it turns out that he heavily favors the twister from california because he's got that california love you know listen it's not his fault it's where he's from you know you know he's born that way it's for everybody exactly yeah. it's a universal <laughs> film you you've talked Aren't about that all a universal film <laughs> uh i'm yeah uh it does look like Ah, Twisters. This is from one day ago. Look at this, Brett. Okay. Twisters movie preparing to film in downtown Oklahoma City. Ba-bam! What? Not even, Damn. Not even placed there. It's actually being shot there. Holy shit. Huh. Well, they're really rolling the dice on this one, huh? Like, the could go either like, way. Like, what if between now and the time the movie comes out, there's just like a horrible, like, tornadic event? <laughs> it's like, Again, whoops. you never know when things are changing all the time. Yep. Holy shit, that, that Twister has a gun. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's way worse than we thought. I looked it up, too, because I'm glad you mentioned this again. I was able to find it, finally. The uh, the director is Lee Isaac Chung, and he directed mm-hmm. Minari, 
I didn't watch that one, but no. it had a lot of love. It had Stephen Yun in it. Oh yeah. Um, so I and I'd heard great things about it. And then it's written by the guy that wrote The Revenant. His name is Mark L. Smith. Anyway, just like good people involved. It's not it's just like throwing it out the window and then the yeah. actors and stuff. And then they're filming Oklahoma, which is wonderful. Absolutely. So if I not feel like we're, barren. We're we're getting more and more things filming here, which is kind of cool, right? Mm-hmm. Like Scorsese's been there with DiCaprio filming uh, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh. Did you know about wow, that movie? I didn't know that. No. Oh, yeah. I mean, this damn, book. It's, this uh, fucking state, man. It, we, don't, we don't advertise worth shit. <laughs> like, if I was in charge of the state of Oklahoma, I'd be like, guess what? We got all this shit. Number one, Brad Pitt fucking came from here. Number one, you, yeah. Hey, ladies, gentlemen, uh, non-gender conforming peoples, you like those cum gutters on Brad? Guess what? <laughs> we made them. <laughs> Number two, after the cum gutters on Brad Pitt, SpongeBob SquarePants. That's right. I don't know. It's it's just you know like uh, Tulsa King that uh, the Paramount Plus right, show yeah, yeah. Uh, was was shot uh, both in Tulsa and in uh, parts of Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was uh, uh, I feel like some other movie that that came through here. Not every once in a while there are ago. things. Yeah, August Osage County. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, was was shot here but like um yeah i just uh I know, there's some I, good landscapes I, like, there man I, yeah absolutely yeah. do you want just like long fields of dead grass <laughs> you got it hey buster come on down <laughs> we got plenty of them uh we went to this place they call it green country uh uh-huh. there is some green but there's also nothing else here right. oh wait there's a cow <laughs> right <laughs> Oklahoma, come on down, visit our tumbleweed factory, where it's empty except for one tumbleweed comically rumbling through there to show that it's so empty. It's a good look for the whole state, really. It really is, you know. Whatever we can do to pimp it, you know, pump it up as well. So pimp it, pump it, whatever. Hell yeah. Um, Last one real quick I just want to mention. uh, I didn't know if your wife had had caught this. Whenever I was watching Snowpiercer on Paramount+, Plus. Mm Uh, I saw another thing on there and I was inebriated watching par- uh, watching Snowpiercer. So I was like, mm-hmm. this sounds like a good idea. And I put on the, the, the prequel series, Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies. <laughs> it looked- <I> you- <laughs> that threw me for a loop because you said the prequel series. I was thinking right. prequel to Snowpiercer. Oh, the Snowpiercer series. No, not that at all. No. First there were the pink ladies. <laughs> and then <laughs> A <chaos>. train. <laughs> <laughs> a train that couldn't slow down um yeah i just didn't know your wife is a huge grease fan i i am as well uh grease 2 in particular your wife and i bond over because we both watched that way too young and it has really inter- inappropriate stuff but i had been watching that on and off the last few weeks just because i wanted to it's fun and then i saw this one and it's it looked terrible but i was like i was in a good mood and i was like i'm gonna try this out and it, uh, it's terrible is what I'm getting to, but I okay. wondered if you had had seen this even coming out, or if your wife was excited for it. Well, I had seen just because it was like on a, I think Paramount Plus is like coming soon type mm-hmm. of thing. There's a trailer for it, and uh, the the logo uh, Greece has a great logo. Uh, right. I'm yeah. not a fan of of like the the property itself necessarily. I do uh, respect the logo on it. So I saw that and I was like, oh, what is this? Another like live mm-hmm. event or something like right. that? And then we watched the trailer. Or I watched the trailer, and then my wife came home later that day. I was telling her about it, and I was like, "Do you want to watch a trailer for it?" She's like, "No." Oh wow! So she's refused. <laughs> she right loves Grease one and two, and um, but then uh, I think it was like uh, middle of last week she saw that it was like available on Paramount Plus. She was like, "Oh, what is that? That looks fun." I was like, "I explained this to you." 
<laughs> do you want me to add it to our queue? She said, yeah. I was like, well, it's I already did. There you go. I don't you, believe you. You're like, you I know? put it on months ago because I knew yeah. you'd come back around to it. Yeah. There you go. I, I figured she would actually enjoy it um, or, or at least she would try it out. Go. So I wondered. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm curious for her thoughts. So let her know if she ends up watching it. I think you should stay far a fucking away. Really? Um, okay. It's like uh, the way I explained it to Amanda is, um, you, you know, like when you go to see like a play or a live musical, like there's like a, there's a kind of a cadence to that's different than movies. It's not real life. They're kind of like ham things up a lot and they, you know, they project mm-hmm. their voices. So like things just sound different and they sound, they like sure. move more. It's like these people were like, Oh, we're making a play. And then they filmed it and they didn't tell them they're like, Oh, you should act better. Like you should actually <laughs> yeah, act yeah. natural. Mm-hmm. So like people are on there and like, you can tell that they're like, they're handing beer bottles around and you can tell they're like, there's no liquid in there at all. And they'll be like, Oh, Hey Samo get sloshed with me. And it's just like, <laughs> everybody just dial it back like eight notches. All right. Like yeah. it's a little much. Uh, the only thing I can say for it is like a lot of properties. Now it, it goes in the diversity route in a good way. Cause I feel like mm-hmm. it's natural in there. Uh, like the T-birds are like mostly Hispanic. And I think in the mm. 50s, that was kind of a, a thing still, like especially in the car, car, culture and everything. So yeah. um, the main dude, the kind of Danny Zuko of it, whatever, is like hot Spanish looking dude. And and mm. it makes sense and it looks great. Um, so I liked that um, pretty much the rest of it, the music and stuff. Like the first opening number, I was like, oh, this is yeah. the number one thing you wanted to show people to get them hooked in your show. I'm out. Oh. So wow. <laughs> I just pieced out right after that. Um, yeah. So not for me, but I, I did try it. So I just wanted to throw it out there, I guess. That's all you could do sometimes, you yeah. know, uh, I it looked like from the trailer. I thought the production design of it looked pretty good, mm-hmm. but uh, I was I I could not even like my brain scabbed over what any of the music sounded like, you know? Right, right. I just don't have that memory, you but don't um, need it. Yeah. OK. Nightmare fuel for Brent, but uh, is it OK? A <laughs> little bit. But that's all I got, man. I'm uh, I'm definitely pumped to hear what you got going on, though. Well, Stephen, I got to tell you. Uh, so I'm I'm trying to stay up on my uh, my watching a movie trilogy once per month for like this entire year, right? Yes, I and, love this. And I, you know, we're recording this here on the 16th of April, but we've we've already recorded episode 300. And that's so right. This Sneak is alert. my one. This is my one time to like mention it during the month of April. And even though like oh. I still had had plenty <laughs> right. of time to like watch it i still want to like mention it in the the month that it happens sure, right sure. or at least as close to as possible um so it was kind of like a getting down to being a, a buzzer beater i thought i was going to be able to like finish the the trilogy today but i got so invested in it i stayed up until 1 30 <gasps> last night nice. finishing this trilogy and steven the look I, i'm trying to change up the genre each mm-hmm. time i, I mm-hmm. watch one of these movies right it's very all over the place i love it you know, I'm just trying to be well-rounded mm-hmm. with it. And You love um, a well-rounded logo, so I get it. Oh, my it. God. Oh, my God. Well-rounded. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That logo's thick with three Cs, Stephen. I oh, baby. Tell you. Uh, so January, it was a comedy with Anchorman. February, it was um, kind of like a slice of life thing with the, the Before trilogy. All right. Um, I did the sports dramas last month with Rocky, well, one through six. Mm-hmm. And then... Double um, trilogy. I wanted to change it up and do like a rom-com, but I was like, well, what rom-com has like a trilogy built into mm-hmm. it? And then I th- quickly remembered one that you and your wife had mentioned called To All the Boys I've Loved Before oh, on Netflix. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. 
So uh, I had seen the first one. As a matter of mm-hmm. fact, my wife and I watched that over at uh, your house. Right on, yeah. In like 2019, I believe. Oh, man. Uh, the we before times. It as a group. Yeah, the before times, mm-hmm. right? And I watched it as a group. I liked it. I knew you guys liked right? it. My it's, wife did not fun. care for it. Um, she doesn't like them? I forgot about like that. Any, she doesn't like anything. Do you know <laughs> You're like, I'm telling you, have you met her? <laughs> she doesn't like she, she doesn't like me. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, so I watched uh, that one again, mm-hmm. uh, and it was kind of like reliving it again for the first time because right, I, yeah. I did not really remember, uh, outside of Lana Condor being in it, mm-hmm. I didn't remember who else was in this movie. And honestly, like the the two love interests in the in the movie, the two like guys that she has going back and forth between. They look exactly the same to me. <laughs> I don't want to sound racist, but they do. These two white fellas, I don't know. They got like curly tell hair. Them apart. Yeah. Kinda, yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like tall. tall and lanky and, right. and whatnot. But, um, I, can, I can see that. And I was like, I know one of these guys is like a problem in real life. Mm-hmm. Which one is it? And luckily, it's not the one who gets carried on right. into the, the sequels right. or whatever, you know. Um, but uh, all that to say. Uh, I really enjoyed rewatching the first movie mm-hmm. and then, um, I didn't even start watching the second movie until last night, uh, Saturday night around like, I don't know, eight o'clock or so. Mm-hmm. I thought, let me see how far I can get into this and then I'll f- maybe finish these movies on Sunday. But again, I just like went all the way through, uh, finished both, uh, two That's and wild. three, uh, which are, uh, to all the boys, PS, I still love you. And uh, to all the boys, always and forever, mm-hmm. uh, all three on Netflix. And what a fun trilogy, you know? Um, They're delightful, aren't they? They really are. Simple, it's, it's but... Like an, it's an easy watch, but the characters are, are engaging. Mm-hmm. I found myself, like, being invested in... Uh, I can't remember her name uh, in the, the, the show, but Lana Condor, uh, right. her character... And then her her love interest. There, there's a lot of like, will they, won't they in it, which is mm-hmm. kind of what you want from something like this. But it it happens in a way that's uh, mostly organic for those characters. Laura Jean. Laura Jean. Mm-hmm. Laura Jean. Um, like in the, the first movie, uh, the premises is that her older sister is going away to college. Her former boyfriend uh, is... is uh, and she's going to like Scotland. Mm, it's a, right, right. a, a, a half Asian family. Uh, the older sister is going to Scotland to study abroad. Um, her, the middle sister, uh, Lana Condor's character, uh, has a crush on her former boyfriend. And she ends up kind of writing these love letters like throughout the years uh, when she was in school um, to these different boys that mm-hmm. she's had a crush on. Uh, the youngest sister ends up mailing those out. I think was it an accident or on purpose or something I think like she, that? It's kind of a mystery thing for a while, but yeah, yeah. we don't know who did it. But yeah, she uh, uh, she's the one that like put them out in the world. Yeah, okay. Well, spoilers for that, but yeah, like, it's yeah, okay. You know, that's fine. Yeah, then, then Thanos shows up. <laughs> it's not like up, a right? mystery. Yeah, it's not like oh my god, she was behind the ghost face killer the whole time. <laughs> it's not that big of a mystery. Yeah, it's just like there, you don't know who did it, and then you know who did right. it. Into her sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, uh, all that to say, uh, she, the, the one to, uh, I guess her sister's boyfriend, like he gets it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the fucking events of this thing. It, it, long story short, she, she kind of has this fake relationship with this other guy she goes to school with just to play off like, Oh, I sent this letter out, but you know, I was sending it out to a bunch of people or whatever. And right. Right. I actually am and into this guy and she's not, she still has a crush on 
her sister's former boyfriend. Um, and so it's it's like a, a who is she going to pick type thing right. throughout the first movie. The second movie delves a little bit further into like the the fifth letter that got mailed out that we didn't hear back from in the first movie. To like an older crush, like a, like a yeah. middle school crush or something, right? Exactly. Yeah. And this this fella comes back in, in into her life in the second movie. And, uh, you know, it's it's kind of like a who is she going to choose between this guy mm-hmm. and then uh, her her boyfriend. And then uh, the you know. third one, I don't remember as much. We've seen the first one a lot because or like mm-hmm. more often, I guess, because uh, it had been out first. And then when the second one sure. came out, we watched the first one again and then the second one and then the third. Mm-hmm. Then we watched them all or whatever. Uh, but I can't remember actually the, the plot line of the third one. Hmm. Shit. I just watched this last night and I was trying to figure it out myself. <laughs> I mean, the plot's not important. It's more about your feelings about it anyway, but exactly. I just don't yeah. remember it either. Yeah, I'm kind of curious now to, to revisit them myself. Well, like, in, in going through the movies, we get to meet uh, Laura Jean's friends and uh, get their relationships, mm-hmm. and they that kind of comes to a head in the third movie where there's some backstory laid out where there's a, a tree house that they all used to, like, hang mm. out in. There's a time capsule that they buried stuff in. Um, in the, the first two movies, there's one of her former friends. Uh, she ends up like having some beef. There was like some type of fallout from it. Oh, so right, they're not yeah. friends anymore, you know? And then they kind of make their way toward amends in the third movie. So it's a lot of stuff that's like called back to earlier movies, but mm-hmm. it seems organic and it seems like the world is lived in enough to where it's not like, oh, this is like a a side twist no one saw coming it's like oh there was a oh there was a, a fourth sister that came out of nowhere right. or something like that. there's there's none of that it, it all seems very like um laid out well and yeah, uh, I agree. It's, it's a good through line and there's ups and downs in the relationships and uh i i just think lana candor is like a, a or condor mm-hmm. is a phenomenal actress she's great man she's, she can definitely she hold her this. own yeah oh yeah my god i think the she, casting in these are really what i liked the most that they, mm-hmm. they don't make a lot of rom-coms this well anymore i feel like i i, I felt like there's a little uh magic in, in rom-com sometimes that it's hard to capture nowadays and i felt like these are pretty good but a lot of it comes down to the writing and the acting and um like noah sin Centenino? I don't know how to say that name. The the love interest, whatever. I like that dude. He was in a bunch of Netflix stuff around that time. Um, her friend, Christine, uh, Madeline Arthur plays her. She's fucking mm-hmm. funny. The little sister, uh, Kitty, Anna oh my Cathcart. Gosh, she's great. She's fucking great. Yeah. Uh, and the more she's in the series, she's fantastic. Like, mm-hmm. John Corbett is their dad. Like, he's always fantastic. Oh, my God. There's he, so many parts to it. He has his own story. Like, right. in the, yeah. the second movie, uh, plays out. I, I guess he's widowed. Uh, their their mom died, and um, he meets uh, a neighbor across the street. Mm-hmm. And then, like in the third movie, it's about them like trying to get engaged and whatnot. So it's just a lot of like really cool yeah. uh, puzzle pieces that, yeah. that come together and get shuffled around a bit. So and they're pleasant. Yeah. They're just pleasant, nice movies. I'm 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 glad oh, you yeah. enjoyed it, especially enough to keep going, and uh, especially without your wife. I think you and mm-hmm. I try to you know, uh, like our own things and not care about whatever society mm-hmm. tells you or whatever. But, uh, I love rom-coms and, uh, but I, I like watching these with my wife. Yeah. The fact that you, uh, your wife actually hates them and you like them actually just kind of cracks me up because <laughs> it just seems like something that knowing her as well that she would be into. Uh, yeah. but I'm surprised, you know, but also, you know, taste. So sorry, Brandy, <laughs> right. but yeah. this is another notch against you, you know? Yeah, uh, th- there's a, a couple. Uh, right. Let's not worry about how many she has against me. <laughs> we we don't need to litigate that right now. Uh, but yeah, like overall, I, I liked it. I'm not really like a rom-com mm. uh, person necessarily, but I don't know. Maybe I am, you know? Maybe I mean, it, you it like just, the before series. Be, 
Yeah. You love home improvement. Definitely a rom com. <laughs> Between Tim and the neighbor. Oh, of course. Uh, right. Wilson. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. They should have had like. Uh, you're talking about like twisters, you know, mm-hmm. the two ali- uh, alias, the two uh, tornadoes fighting. They should have like Wilson v. Wilson, Dawn of Justice, whereas like Wilson, uh, the neighbor from Home Improvement, and Wilson, the volleyball from uh, <laughs> Castaway. What if they were just like season six of Home Improvement? That guy gets fired for like a contract dispute, and the volleyball just shows up, and Tim's just talking to a volleyball over the fence. And then like they season seven, it. they bring him back. And then season eight, they fucking fight to the death. Oh, my God. They're really good about like that they, show. When they they bring the living man back to play Wilson after the volleyball, he has that, like, bloody handprint on his face. <laughs> They're like, look, uh, the demographics. People got used to it. They love it, honestly. There's a lot of material out there. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's good luck. I'm glad that you uh, you liked him, though, that man. That's cool. It was fun, uh, and I've I've got my next trilogy planned. Can't start that until the beginning of May, but mm. like, man, I'm I'm looking forward. I've I've got I was looking through my list of like, uh, so, you know, I've got an ongoing list of trilogies I wanted right. to watch. But then, like, if there's something that's more like pressing or a good idea for a a genre change up, mm-hmm. I'll jot that down. And Hell yeah, even even that list is growing a bit. But uh, yeah, so that's my my trilogy for april dude i love it uh i love your Hell trilogy yeah. series i i love the whole idea of it and i love hearing about all of them so this is fantastic got me another sick trill bro oh my god and the thing is you don't tell me i don't know if these no. are until you until you come on the air and you're like this is what i watched it's amazing mm-hmm. it's kind yeah. of frustrating but it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> no i love it i love it i love it it's great uh that's cool man all right well are you ready did you have anything else any other mini topics um, no, I, I will say this real quick, mm-hmm. uh, going back to the topic of Greece. I asked my wife after she discovered, uh, on her own, uh, the, the rise of the pink ladies, uh, series, right. uh, I said, so if we did like, cause we do these like two episode things now, I know you don't listen to the podcast anymore, but, uh, we do, we've been doing these mm-hmm. two episode series. And, uh, if we did Greece one and or two, would you have any interest in coming back in like before I could finish that sentence? She's like, I don't want to be on your show. <laughs> well, asked and answered, as you like to say. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, that's OK. I thought about it the other day, too, when I was watching Grease 2 and then that series. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is another one, obviously, in the the one and two kind of series uh, mm-hmm. that works that way. And uh, so I wondered if we get there. But I we have a lot of other good ones, too to get to. So we'll see yeah. when we get there. But uh, OK, I think we can both I, safely look, say I'm up for it. Your wife's not coming on the show again, so that's all right. She doesn't. Hey, you know what? Who loses, you know? <laughs> like, does anyone lose in that case? You know what's funny, too? I don't think I kept this in the outtakes. I don't even know what shows we've recorded and what's out yet, because we've been recording <laughs> so messed up, like our recording schedule and release schedule so yeah. opposite. But there was that day, like recently, your wife came in to say hello when we were taking a break. And right when she was about to say something to me, you're like, oh, this is being recorded. And she was like, nope. And just turned right around and walked out. <laughs> Do you remember that happening? I was like, Fairly. fair enough, man. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to be on even accidentally in the outtakes. So yeah, to just uh, zero interest, yeah. like negative interest in, in the show. Uh, but no, I beyond that. No, I'm, I'm ready to move forward much like a charging train Ooh. Uh, in a, a snow scenario. Snowpiercer. This summer, 
Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh no, we gotta get to the front of the train. Get get fucked. Snowpiercer. Running up, uh, running a train up your colon. Uh, summer 2013. Oh my god. Well, he mm-hmm. does not make an appearance. Uh, I, I do have to spoil that right now. That's the first spoiler mm-hmm. of this thing. And spoilers overall for this movie, this actual movie that we're going to discuss today. Yes? You know what? I think it just now clicked with me that in the movie Bullet Train, uh, the mm-hmm. one guy... Oh, fuck. I've I only seen half of it, that. so... Oh, yeah, this is a thing you definitely have seen then. Uh, okay, good. You know the twins? Uh, the... Oh, my God. It's uh, the fucking Quicksilver... Right. Is one of them, and then the other one is uh, Paperboy from Atlanta. Uh-huh. I cannot think uh-huh. of his name. He's like the 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 heavier black guy. Right, right, right. He keeps bringing up Thomas the Tank Engine. He does. He like assigns him to everybody, right? Yeah. Like he's like you're like a I don't know the names like a grumpy or whatever. Uh huh. Right. Uh, and it just now occurred to me. It's like oh, it's a train movie, so he's talking about <laughs> trains. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Wow. Um, all right. So Snowpiercer from 2013, released in the U.S. in 2014. But uh, I'm glad that 2013 is what I saw was the original date. And it's on the actual like uh, copyright on the end of the movie. So this is our 10 year anniversary, which is fun for that. We did it. We don't do a lot of those. We, we miss them all the time on accident. Uh, oh, uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, that actor's God, name. I love that like, guy. I do, too. I, I couldn't was, believe I forgot his name. I was going to throw out a different name and it wasn't him. And I was like, I don't want to be that dude that's like. All black people are the same. So this <laughs> right, is yeah. definitely this guy. And I was like, just don't say anything. And I definitely <laughs> yeah. would have missed that name. Self-edit. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, Snowpiercer 2013, uh, Bong Joon-ho movie, which is amazing. Also uh, written, co-written by him and Kelly Masterson. Um, very interesting. We're, we'll talk about a little bit about him and, and the movies we've seen since of this. But uh, this is based on a French comic book, a uh, graphic novel. Bon um, and it's a French term. It's a what? Bon dessinée, which is a French term for, um, I guess, comics. Oh, uh-huh. it's a comic. Okay. I th- I was mm-hmm. like, no, it's like Le Transpersonnage. <laughs> Nailed it. I'm really good at French. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Based on this, uh, this comic from 1982 that is. Uh, oh, really? Uh, uh, I didn't yeah. realize it was that old. I know, right? And uh, wow. I ended up reading it. By the way, Brent, oh, did you? I told you about it. You I did, found it yeah. on the uh, the Internet Archive. You can you can mm-hmm. look that up online if anybody in, in, is intrigued. Um, I, I ended up reading it today because I was curious enough. Um, the first book, the original book, is like 122 pages. So it's a good size, mm-hmm. but it's not like crazy. Uh, I was able to knock it out this afternoon pretty easily. Yeah. Um, so I'll talk about that a little bit, too. But um, it was it's a totally different story. The movie really takes the concept of the post-apocalyptic train and then everything else is basically brand new. Uh, I mean, right. like the same like class structures and that kind of stuff's all there. But uh, the story of actually who these characters are and like the journey and why they're doing it and all that stuff is all kind of new. So um, yeah. basically the story of this is uh, it takes place in 2031, 17 years after uh, an attempt to stop global warming. They've released this aerosol stuff in the air to cool down the planet and it accidentally starts a worldwide <laughs> ice age. And a, a former luxury train liner has become the last refuge of all of humanity. That's kind of the basis of this. It kind of looks like the outdoors of this world is covered in that like fake snow stuff you would get for mm-hmm. your Christmas tree, you know? What if that's all it was? 
<laughs> like some guy threw that at a serious cloud and then it's like oh oops it did it again you're not supposed to mess with that stuff i Fuck. uh you know watching back to the future 2 all those years ago and they're like mm-hmm. here's that moment where he's like oh the rain's stopping and it like stops and he's like oh i'm so glad that they're like got this under control that's not how this shit works we're definitely right. gonna fuck that shit up the more we mess with it i i feel um mm-hmm. more power to us we should all die um but uh <laughs> humanity is a blight on the world anyway um <laughs> so is, that, uh, is the podcast getting more and more dark as, as we continue life is getting like more two, and more dark we're reacting yeah yeah, yeah it's very true like 250 yeah. was about like bucket list uh entertainment shit uh-huh and then 300 uh we'll we'll announce that later but that's like kind of a, a dark subject matter it is, yeah uh, we are in a way, you know that way. you and almost then, died uh, the other year you know last year oh yeah i forgot about that you know so that, i think the world yeah. is doing it to us and then we're reacting uh-huh. appropriately to me yeah not our fault um so this stars uh, chris evans as curtis everett um the leader mm-hmm. of the revolution essentially the idea of the movie is that there are people in the tail end of the train it's like uh, first class second class third class these poor fucks Um, And it kind of represents humanity in a way. And Mm -hmm. each train cars they go through is kind of showing the different groups of people. But the people in the very back are living a really, really fucking terrible life. And Mm -hmm. uh, he's kind of the leader of of a rebellion starting back there. Um, it also has Song Kang Hao as uh, Nam Gung. Um, this guy is in uh, Bong Joon-ho's Parasite. And he's also... Yes, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, you go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel like I see him show up anytime there's a, a, a movie great. on like iTunes that um, comes out, like the new releases or whatever. And it, it looks like it's going to be a, a Korean mm-hmm. movie of some sort. I feel like he's like, there's like a 78% chance he's in that right. movie, like prominently. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's like for Tom. Yeah, I don't know if he's there, Tom Cruise, or right. what, but, like, he seems prolific. I uh, feel like I see him everywhere. Yeah, it says he is South Korea's biggest Scientology supporter. That's right. Yeah, so he is definitely there, Tom Cruise. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> he makes good product. What, what are we supposed to do, you he's know? He's not. I don't know what he actually is. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, he's fantastic. Um, there's a bunch of other movies from Bong Joon-ho uh, that he's in that I, I didn't know about, um, but I am very... Curious, uh, one that I've wanted to do with yeah. you eventually is The Host, the 2006 yes. movie. I was going to ask about that. Have yeah. you ever seen that one? I've I've not. You've mentioned it before. Okay, that's what and I thought. I've added that to some queue a right. long time ago. I don't know if that's still wherever that may be. Um, I think they were talking about this somewhat recently on Erie International oh, as well. Oh, yeah. Awesome. They just like offhandedly mentioned it. But uh, yeah, I mean, like I absolutely have interest. I, I like both the, the filmmaker mm-hmm. and him as an actor. Right. Yeah, he's like uh, so a main star of that one. So yeah. uh, that was even better for this. Um, again, spoilers for all this, so you don't see it until the very end, but uh, Wilford, who is the creator and caretaker of the engine, is played by Ed Harris. Fucking love Ed Harris. I, I've seen this movie. I think this might be like my third time seeing this uh-huh. movie. And every time I forget who like the end it's so great. person is. In my head, I was like, oh, and now we're about to see Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> and it wasn't. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, it's Ed Harris. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, John Hurt as Gilliam. He's kind of the, he's uh, Curtis's, Chris Evans' like spiritual mentor in the back. Um, I love fucking John Hurt. Uh, he's great mm-hmm. and he looks really good in this role. Um, yeah. Uh, Tilda Swinton is in this as Minister Mason. She's fucking creepy as shit I, in this movie, man. I forgot she was in this movie. Oh, and I oh love my God. Her. Uh, she she's just like chewing the fucking scenery. Yes. She was she was wonderful. She's this. all about. It. I showed a picture of her look to Amanda, 
And she was like, oh. And I said, yeah. Like, it's just like <laughs> jarring almost. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, but she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Bell as Edgar. He's kind of a Curtis's second in command. He's like a younger guy. I uh, love that dude. When I see him, I, I kind of forget that I like him until he shows up and stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's pretty great. Oh, Steven, you would love Fan Four Stick. Oh, he plays the thing. Does he really? Is that who that? Is? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I blocked out a lot of that. I'm not so that I've I, seen. But... Yeah, but wow. Just the fact mm-hmm. that it even exists is pretty crazy. I do like yeah. him. I remember being excited about him being a part of that cast. I still think that cast is amazing. But uh, mm-hmm. it just didn't work out the way. Um, yeah. And speaking of amazing cast members, and weirdly in this movie, it still throws me off, is Octavia Spencer. Uh, yes! Totally yeah. weird, but uh, great. I, I feel like when I first saw this movie, I'm going to say this now. When I first saw this movie, I didn't care for it. I didn't understand the oh, hype. okay. I thought it visually looked great, and I thought the concept was really cool, but I thought it was way over the top. It's just too much for me. Um, mm-hmm. It's just... It's almost like they're shoving these ideas down your throat a little bit about like society and class structures and stuff. And now I'm like, oh, no, but it's it's a really good representation of that. And mm-hmm. uh, it was a, it was visually interesting enough to me that I remember being like, man, maybe I'm just missing something. And I would put it on. And every time I watched it, I liked it a little bit more and a little bit more. <laughs> okay. And now and at first I was like, why is Octavia Spencer in this movie? Like it's schlocky mm-hmm. and stupid. I didn't know Bong Joon-ho at that time. Uh, the hosts as well, his other movie, same way. The first time I watched it, I fucking hated it. The more I've watched oh, okay. it, I've, I've grown to really like that movie. And I've seen both of... I've probably seen The Host maybe five times. I think I've seen Snowpiercer probably like eight times now. And it only has gotten better. Uh, and the more I watch it, the more I see it. It's great. This is fascinating to me. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that you're willing to, like, go back. And I feel, I feel like I'm willing to try a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But also, I just... I'm almost in a... Uh, a habit of just watching new stuff instead of right. going back to um, stuff that I know I like and or know you feel hate. good. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, my like, problem. But <laughs> but at least you're like giving things, you know, uh, sometimes a second, mm. third, fourth, fifth chance, and it, yeah. it may end up growing on you, or it can be like I know what you did last summer, and it's like, what will it be today, Satan? Right. You know? Oh, dude, will I like it? Will I hate it? Yeah. <laughs> but that works no in between for me too and I've, i feel like i would say that um i do watch a lot of I, I i watch a lot of stuff over over and over again like most people just don't do that but uh, or i do it more than most people but um these movies like pacific rim or snowpiercer movies that i didn't really like at first but i've come to like i always saw a glimmer of something there it wasn't mm-hmm. like they were terrible i wouldn't watch something that was terrible over again really but especially looking for it to become a better movie. Uh, but I, I was like, there's something here that's really good. I just, it doesn't click with me. And then like the second time it clicked a little bit more and then it clicked mm-hmm. a little bit more. And then eventually I was like, this movie's fucking great. And I don't know what was my problem, you know? And I can't even see what I didn't like about it really now. So that's so funny to it. like go back and rewatch something. I feel like that happens more often where I am familiar with something that I've seen when I was younger and I loved it. And I watch it through the lens of an adult and I'm like, Oh, this sucks. Oh wait. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is okay. a tough one lately. I have, revisiting a yeah. nostalgic things from your youth can be a little wild especially from like the 80s and it's like oh that's just straight yeah. up rape got it got oh, it yeah. like yeah. revision yeah. of the nerds number one uh-huh. right so fucking weird um so a few other people um you and brenner brimmer as andrew um i don't know this guy from much but uh he's the guy that um uh gets i called him the one-armed bastard in my notes uh he's the guy that gets oh. his arm uh oh, yeah. frozen off 
and his mm-hmm. child stolen. Uh, he was pretty great. Uh, Go Ah Sung as uh, Yona M- M- Minsu. She's the daughter of uh, Nam Gung. Um, Allison Pill as teacher. She's fucking creepy as shit. Um, I love her. She's at uh, Scott Pilgrim. And um, mm-hmm. she plays the, oh, the kind of cultish yes. teacher in this. Y- yeah, she's in the, uh, the Picard series. Oh, rad. Okay, cool. Yeah. I love when she shows I like, up. Yeah. I like her, but like, you know, that... that sh- first two seasons of that show are pretty, pretty I hear it's pretty I hear the third season <laughs> yeah. is good though I hear it's gotten better yeah um yeah I think mostly that's uh all the people that I know but um yeah there's uh, a lot of great people in this I I was telling my wife a little bit about oh, the story don't, don't forget that uh Benedict uh Cumberbatch uh did CGI for the train he was oh, the train I didn't realize mm-hmm yeah Every every once in a while, you can hear. I'm smog. Oh wow! I did hear that in the back. I thought it was like a whistle, like a train whistle. Yeah, I know. He does this thing with his voice. That's amazing. He can be anything. He really is. He's just amazing. Dormammu, I've come to make a bargain. Are you a cumber bitch? Because I certainly am. Am I gonna have to come a bitch? Um, so I was explaining this to my wife today, the story of it, whatever. Uh, and there's a reason there's a, there's a fan theory about this movie. Do you know this? Oh, no, I don't. Oh my God. Okay. I I really don't know anything outside of this, uh, story that we're imbibing for, for the podcast. Okay. Oh my God. My brain just almost shut down three times. I had to read, but you kept going. It's good. (laughs) I just blew my wad on the, the fucking choo-choo train jokes. Um, no, like I, I knew that it was based on like loosely based right. on a uh, Von Destiny, like a French comic. Um, and I've I've heard that the uh, survivors of this movie uh, end up showing up in like the third or fourth uh, graphic novel and they meet the, the characters from. Oh, that's cool. The, the, the actual comic. OK. Going forward. And they like, I don't know, do they meet up or fuck or something i don't know well i hope they don't fuck wait hold on wait, <laughs> wait hold on wait I don't know what you're about. Uh, several years in the future um yeah i uh so i'll i'll, I'll be telling you a co- couple cool things today but uh great when i brought this up to my wife i was trying to explain like the people in it and like when it was made and i was like mm-hmm. yeah this is like right after avengers came out like chris evans yeah. is like the biggest star in the world and then he oh, came out with this, this movie know. right like uh-huh. and it was like a korean film but it's in english it was like this i think it was bong joon ho's first like english production as far as I know, and I didn't know mm-hmm. who that guy really, I mean, I'd seen the host, but I, he wasn't like a household name, like uh, since Parasite. Sure, and I was sure. like, I think that all these people like Octavia Spencer and Chris Evans were like, oh, this guy is amazing. I want to mm-hmm. work with him. And then five, whatever, whatever, however many years later, uh, Bong Joon-ho came out with Parasite and made this like best picture, right? Like yeah. this amazing film. And he's been making amazing films for a while. So there's so many to catch up on eventually for us. Well, going back to the Avengers of it all, I do have like one little nugget of information regarding mm. that. You, you remember at the uh, the very end of uh, the 2012 film, The Avengers, uh, the post credit scene is them like after the battle sitting in that restaurant eating shawarma oh, right. mm-hmm. together. And they're all just kind of like wore out sitting there. Uh, Chris Evans has his hand on his fa- like resting his hand on his face, mm-hmm. uh, and th- he's not really doing much beyond that. That's because uh, he had a beard for that movie because he was filming this movie. Oh my god, he was I filming know it's for this? Yeah, that's awesome. And they made like this like skin prosthetic for him to put over his face, uh-huh. but it looked fucking gruesome. So they're like, 
uh, it feels like rest your <laughs> face on your hands. Like, yeah, it duh. works though. It totally works. It's it better works. Than yeah, you can't, CGI mustache. Can't even tell. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's, that was kind of a, a little fun tie in. I remember that. hearing that. I didn't realize it was connected to this movie, though. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because he's mm-hmm. got a full beard in this. He looks great. Uh, oh, my God. He's a fucking yeah. hero in this, and it's awesome. His mm-hmm. story is tragic and dark, uh, and it's great. Oh, I mm-hmm. yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. I forgot about that when I, I was t- watching it. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, I was watching this movie with my wife. I, I told oh, you, her, like, uh, well, on the way back from uh, the aforementioned KFC, uh, we were bringing home our, our food to eat, and we were like, uh, well, do you know what you want to watch? And she said, do you have anything you have to watch for the podcast? I was like, well, you've uh, stumbled across a dangerous question here. <laughs> right. Because uh, here's what I have to watch. And I kind of explained the plot to her. Uh-huh. She's like, okay, we can give it a shot. You know, she wasn't super enthusiastic. Spoilers for her. She hated this movie. Right, right. She did, uh, she, uh, I think we watched like the first hour of it, and then I was getting tired, so we finished the the last uh, part of the movie the next day. But like, oh, she finished it though. She finished there it. There you go. And, but you know, it's kind of like one of these things where I was like, you don't have to finish this. She was like, no. Now I have to see how it ends. I hate this movie, but it's like, oh, so, so you're so well like entertained by it. Yeah, no, um, like me, she should watch it like five more times, dude. She's gonna yeah, fucking. Love I'll tell it. her. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. her. We're recording Sunday night, but I'm like, we let's just stay up tonight, you know? How how could Monday go wrong? Um, so yeah, like I I've by the time we got to that like part at the end of the movie where uh, Chris Evans has his uh, little confession. Oh my god, it's so dark. Oh, where, uh, listener, uh, put down your spoon real quick. Uh, set down that granola bar. But uh, there's, there's a point where Chris Evans... Put down your baby. Oh, my God. Don't even look at a baby. You, you avert your eyes. If you're driving in traffic right now, you don't even look at other cars. You just look straight ahead. If you see a baby on board sign, just... Um, uh, look away, but you know, mm-hmm. continue driving as safely as you can. There's a point where Chris Evans says uh, something to the effect of knowing that baby tastes the best. He says, I know what like, humans taste like, and babies, uh-huh. and I know babies taste the best. Oh, oh I wrote God. that as a quote on here. I was like, oh. <laughs> I know babies taste best, Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> gross oh my god dude, it's so wrong uh but it's it makes sense it's like essentially you know the idea is like i was this luxury liner it's it's self-sufficient it's like a perpetual motion engine in some way uh mm-hmm. and then they have like all this stuff for like water retrieval and animals and fish on board so they can feed people and blah 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 and then in the very back, all these people that heard about the train when the world was coming to an end, just like all crashed in and like got on board in the last second, but they're not meant to be there. They don't have the means to be there. And they all, all the rest of the passengers let them just rot a thousand people in a car, you know, and they're just crushed together. And it's pretty awful. Mm-hmm. The book, I'll, I'll go ahead and say that now just to get it out of the way mm-hmm. uh, was pretty great. Um, it's like stark drawings. It's like the, the white of the outside snow and then the the stark insides of the train it's all in black and white um it wasn't my it wasn't like my favorite art but it didn't need to Mm -hmm. be it was like more of the story and it was so compelling sure um same kind of story of uh the snowpiercer you know this train that can go around the world uh what you had mentioned though is like i had read the first book of that there there were five uh the latest one coming Mm -hmm. out in like 2019 uh but they have different authors since the first one so i'm not sure how much i would like those as much um i didn't know Mm -hmm. that when i was reading it i the book just kind of ends uh much like the movie Uh, Essentially, the guy gets to the front and he's going to take over, but almost everybody else has died. 
uh, by the end of the, of the <laughs> right. book. And I think he's basically yeah. alone and he's just like, this is my life. And it just kind of ends. Um, mm-hmm. And then the, I read some of the other plot synopses of the other books. And uh, what they find out is that Snowpiercer was one of like eight trains. And yeah. the second one is called Icebreaker. And then there are like more trains and like that's kind of different. But I like the simplicity of this movie. I think that they they did better making the script than I liked the book. I think they, the characters were more compelling in the movie. Um, it's a simpler story of just going through train car by train car, you know, going through the line. Um, it's a really compelling story, like the way that they have to go through like the school, like seeing each cart and what they hold and everything was really intriguing. So uh, yeah. I like the, the movie better. The book was OK. Um, but uh, it did have some dark moments similar to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them, they talk about uh, the people in the tra- in the tail section, the the, the tailies or the tail sectioners. Um, they don't have any time alone ever. And so there's this thing where they have a moment where there's they they just decided they're all bleak and they have no hope for the future. But one day someone is like asked an old man and it turns out it's his birthday. They just like ask him a question. And it's like his birthday. And they're like, what would you want if we can give you anything? We don't have a lot of presents. And he's like, can I just have an hour alone? And they all leave him alone. And you're like, oh, my God, they they found some hope in the darkness. Mm-hmm. They go yeah. back. He's fucking killed himself. That's what he took his hour <laughs> oh, to do. No. He just wanted alone time to kill himself. And it's just like, wow, this book is fucking bleak. Uh, Interesting. So the wow. movie kind of is that way, too. Right. Like they they yeah. also it's just really dark. Uh, but the movie plays it up a lot. Where there's a lot more action. There's some mm-hmm. really cool set pieces. Each train car is is new and different. Uh, the opponents they meet along the way are so intriguing. Uh, Tilda Swinton is a formidable villain and fantastic. Um, but then they even have like more actiony things with like dudes with hatchets mm-hmm. and masks that fucking freak me out. Um, and they had some good set pieces. I don't know. It just uh, the movie really is compelling. Yeah, it really is. Um, it it does. I don't know. Uh, the first time I saw it, I thought. Wow, this this is good. I'm enjoying this, but like it it feels a little bit all over the place tonally, right? You know, like it it feels like it wants to be this uh, dramatic movie about classism, um, mm-hmm. but also there's like <laughs> fucking Tilda Swinton, dude. I can't, <laughs> I, I can't stress this enough. She's like a cartoon character, but she like is yeah, it it works so well. I, I and like you were saying, I think this really holds up on a rewatch because. Mm-hmm. Um, and even knowing now after seeing, you know, different, uh, Korean, yeah, like different Korean, uh, movies in general mm-hmm. and how they approach things, it, it makes a little more sense and holds right. together a little bit better for me than it did before even. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that said, like, I still had a blast watching this. It was still oh, yeah, very bleak, very dark, but like some of the things you come across in this movie are just kind of like it's disgusting that people live this way in this reality, but also that's how we live now. You right. Know? That's what it's highlighting. And that's what's so intriguing. Yeah. And there's parts of it. You're like, Oh, well they have finite resources. And you're like, well, we have finite resources. And then you're like, well, they have a lot more room up front. Like, couldn't they just share it with them? And you're like, yeah, we all have a lot more room and our big <laughs> yeah. homes and like all this stuff or whatever. Like we do mm-hmm. ignore the people that don't have as much, like we aren't helping them. And it, it, it was really heavy handed to me the first time I watched it. And uh, yeah, but then I've, I've grown to really like that. And I feel like you almost need that absurdity of that cartoon character in Tilda Swinton to mm-hmm. make it palatable to even be entertained by it. Otherwise, it would just be too bleak. Um, but she yeah. adds a level that makes it so much more intriguing. So he does it a lot with mm-hmm. a lot of the characters in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit of uh, 
man, what's that character from the Hunger Games movies? Uh, oh, right. That Elizabeth Banks plays. Uh, you know what I'm, Yeah, yeah, what I'm totally, like, though. Yeah, it's like that kind of kind of cartoonish, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, kind of what I got um, from it. Um, you had said, though, uh, uh, Korean movies and uh, like sensibilities and everything. Um, I feel like I, I wonder this. I wonder for you, too. If if this was just a Korean movie, like mm-hmm. uh, I compared this a lot. My wife was like, "Oh, is this like Train to Busan?" And I was like, "No, not like that. I don't. I don't think you would really like like this one as much." She loves that movie so much. Mm-hmm. We both do. But I was like, "It's different." But I feel like if this was a Korean cast and it was just in the Korean language, and like, uh, I think I I would have liked it better. At least initially, I I've definitely mm-hmm. grown to like it, and I like Chris Evans and all that stuff. But because of those sensibilities, I feel like I would have accepted a lot more if it was just a Korean movie. Did you ever did that ever come yeah. across your mind at all? Yeah, especially now, having seen like multiple uh, South Korean movies since watching this like the first and second time, I feel I was watching this with like, what if like Don Lee was in here mm-hmm. instead? You know, right. he was just like wrapping up some magazines around right. his, Fuck yeah. his forearms <laughs> again. You know, yeah. so you put him on a train. This is his default method of getting around. He's gonna he's gonna take Harper's Bazaar, wrap it around his arm, <laughs> start whooping some ass, you know? He's so um, amazing. But yeah, so I, I guess that was like the the tonal shift. Right. Like it, it made like sense for like some of the action beats for Chris Evans to do these things just mm-hmm. because we've seen him do like actiony things before. And we've seen him like do some drama before as well, and he's he's not really uh joking around so much like uh in his uh, not another teen movie persona, mm-hmm. you know. I know the the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking wild, dude. It's wild. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's just like a, a different side of seeing him. Uh, but I do think that, like, yeah, if you had like an all Korean cast for this, it yeah. would it would maybe be a bit more cohesive. But also, if you, I don't know, I it, it works it's, definitely. I, but... I'd, I'd be confused or be uh, curious mm-hmm. to see what. Uh, Asian audiences think of seeing like mm. d- does Chris Evans sell a movie ticket right over there? how did this do like, over there? That yeah. that's a good point because I know there was like a, a lot of like controversy around um, Scarlett Johansson playing in uh, playing the lead character right. in Ghost in the Ma- Machine or Ghost in the Shell whatever mm-hmm. it was that anime based movie right, right. that turned into a live action one uh, but from what you hear the like the Asian film producers like the, the Japanese film producers say is like yeah we want the movie to um be seen by american audiences so right you know, we <laughs> yeah, put, that's uh, like, what we're gonna do it's like oh okay like that's the choice they made yeah. like i don't know it's uh yeah I don't, I don't know um but i i do like this version of this movie i would be curious to see the tv show i've heard kind of like mixed things on it but mm-hmm. like the premise seems interesting enough that i i don't know I, I feel like there's plenty of room to explore right uh, further stories in this like and I, I don't know if it takes place on the snow piercer itself or if it's like uh, an uh, like the in the world show? of this movie. Yeah, I feel. Yeah. When I read about it today, it said and I watched the trailer for it because I was curious. Um, they said it's uh, basically the reboots the the plot of this movie. Um, mm-hmm. So Jennifer Connelly is in it. She they, there's like similar characters or sometimes the same characters. She's not like the Tilda Swinton. There is a different woman that's like the Tilda mm-hmm. Swinton. Uh, Jennifer Connelly's in it. I love her. Uh, David Diggs is in that one. Like we mentioned, he is like the Chris oh. Evans. But in that yeah. one, uh, when I was reading about it, he's like a former homicide detective in like the oh. before times. Oh, weird. And so okay. they he's going to lead a rebellion. 
But Jennifer Connelly finds out about that and she's like, there's been a series of murders on the train and he has to solve them. And I was like, okay, guys, there are so many concepts for you to explore. This is not what I need or thought would ever come about. So I think I'm not sure if I'm sold on the show or not for that reason. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it seems okay. Uh So it's a little bit like he's like, uh, was it like uh, Inspector? uh, Is it Gadget or Perot? Yeah. Yeah, Perot yeah. on the train. Fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, guys, you didn't need to do that. Like, you had mm-hmm. so much else to explore. And then there are dragons. Wait, hold, hold, hold the phone. phone. <laughs> <laughs> we got too much going on. But do they have to fight the cyborgs, guys? Hey, what? Please, come on now. Stretch um, a little too much, yeah. Well, speaking of stretch a little too much, mm. that guy who gets his arm stuck out of the the train, uh, that the one actor that you had mentioned, uh, he has his arm out there for seven minutes. Oh yeah! And Ooh, during so this gross. time, uh, Tilda Swinton is giving this speech again, just chewing the scenery, laying down the law. You know, she's like she works for like the front of the train mm-hmm. people, right? Uh, but she like goes through, gives this whole speech, and then she like pauses, and she's like. 42 seconds left okay and she's like what else what else it's like <laughs> it's so casual and this dude's arms being frozen <laughs> off jesus christ uh, yeah but i amazing. love that i love that it's like it wasn't leading right up to the exact moment he pulls his arm out it's like 42 seconds it's right like, oh got a vamp got a vamp yeah. so uh, and then she's like do some crowd work where oh, what's your name where are you from <laughs> you two together she Lovely tries to couple. get the tv or the radio working she's like we're gonna have a message from wilford uh it's broken uh anyways at 42 seconds up yeah it's about okay yeah, let's okay. go ahead and do it then <laughs> it was so funny to me and then yeah. they like pull his arm out it is like frozen they bust it with a uh like a sledgehammer or something yeah, like that giant sledgehammer yeah oh my god man that it's would fucking dark that would fucking suck dude yeah like there's just no way getting around that but again what a cool set piece they have this like hole yeah. that can open on the train and then stick his arm out and it even has like a, an enclosure around his arm to like hold it there and stuff. seal it off it's, yeah it's invi- it, there's so many inventive parts to it like and some of it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense i think the first time i watched it that was part of the problem with me was like as they go through the train cars uh for one um some of the train cars are just seem kind of silly like there's like an aquarium one which mm-hmm. makes kind of sense that they would try to do that but then it seems like a lot of wasted space like they have to have a whole hole cut out of it uh yeah. to walk through it and stuff um, the entire fact too, one of my, my first complaints about it, but I love as a fun fact, I guess now is that you have to move up or down the train in order. So like mm-hmm. all those, that train car of the, the kids in the classroom, they've seen all of those soldiers go by, like anyone that was like further up the train than them, whatever. They've seen these people over and over again, basically <laughs> everybody right. has to go through this room. Like you can't separate. They, they talk about separating the classes sort of, but like anybody that moves about the train gets to go through all of those things, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, before I thought that was kind of a, almost like a, a failing of the movie. Like, well, it doesn't make any sense. Like the kids would still be in class, just move them somewhere yeah. else. But it's like, but then it's so fun when you see them and they're all like joyous and all these like, you know, grungy tailor tailies or whatever going through. And, uh, and mm-hmm. then the teacher is all like fucking like, it's like a cult. They're like praying mm-hmm. to the engine. And, uh, the book goes into that too. There's like a, there's like priests that are like praying to the engine and there's like a cult on the train. So they kind of pull in things in a different way, uh, which yeah. I liked, but, uh, and then she fucking turns violent as all hell and like brings a gun out of the egg basket. And, like it just, everybody yeah. fucking turns on them. It's, it, it oh has some God. really weird twists and turns that I just really enjoy now. 
Maybe that's why they added like the American cast to it. It's like, oh, school shootings. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, definitely Americans involved in this. Okay, okay, Americans for sure. Love guns. We got to get them. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, one of the things I I really enjoy Jesus. about this movie is the um, the the track goes all over the world, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning that we get to see people from like different ethnicities, different like parts of the world and whatnot. And it doesn't feel forced. It just seems like, Oh yeah. Like you're in this barren wasteland that's been frozen over. You're going to run and seek shelter wherever you can get it. Even if it's on this like bullet train, essentially going around the world. Um, so I, I, I like that. You just have to accept that, Mm -hmm. you know, there is just like, well, everyone on the planet earth is in these like, eight confined spaces essentially and you just roll with it yeah that's a don't spend too much time on it that's one of my questions how many how many train cars are there and in the book they every chapter opens with uh the same blurb basically the same blurb about the train and it's a thousand train cars long and in the they obviously don't go through all those they don't in the book either they kind of skip around or whatever but Mm -hmm. you never really see the full train it's really long but uh I'm like, I want to see almost as they go through each cart and there's more and more like the, like the aquarium cart and then the yeah. plants. And I'm like, I want to see more. It's just the yeah. set pieces are just so cool. Oh my God. Like the, the one where they're doing the gardening in that one. Yes. I was like, Oh, I would, I would hang out here. That sounds like a great place. Pleasant. Yeah. Oh man. There's something like about walking through a greenhouse where it's just like uh, the, it, the air is a little too humid, mm. but it's like, but nice it way. smells good. You right, know? Right. Oh my God. It's good. That'd shit. be great. I, I'd get that far in the train and be like, Guys, what are we doing here? You know? <laughs> Why don't we just capture this and be good, right? Ooh, tomatoes. You know? <laughs> you can really get sidetracked. <laughs> well, they've been eating this, uh, these gel- gelatinous bricks, uh, which I oh. fucking love the look of. They are disgusting. What a the good... protein block. Oh, the protein block. What a good treat. You know, uh, I made a note early on when there were, I heard they were called protein blocks. I said... What percentage of this do you think has come? <laughs> you know, it's like protein. I mean, they look, it's got to be right. There's not a lot yeah. of meat in there. No, and then like, don't they come across a like a hatch where they see what the protein? They do right. Blocks that was are? my next thing. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Uh, so that was one. Of my, I remember specifically that was the the moment when I first watched the movie where I was like, mm-hmm. this fucking movie sucks because. <laughs> Although I think the effects mostly look really good, and I think mostly mm-hmm. have held up um, for the budget, I guess, for this movie, uh, like mm-hmm. of the of the train outdoors and stuff. Like for the most part, it looks good. I feel like there's they look in this hatch and there's like giant spinning razor blade things and like yeah. whatever in there. To me, it looked like bugs. I don't know really what they were, mm-hmm. uh, but essentially just they're eating like a mixture of a bunch of shit and mostly bugs. Okay. Is what I That's got. what I thought. I, I wasn't sure if it was like tarantulas specifically or whatever because they were like right. moving around so I fast. I couldn't really but tell. Yeah, it moves so fast. Yeah, but like you know, I feel like a good portion of the Earth, yeah, they kind of like include bugs in their diet. You know, you're like it's not so bad. You, you would know, eat a bug, it's right? Like, it's fine. Oh yeah, I feel like you would. Uh huh. Every day. Matter of fact, if you could uh, go get that banana bread oh. uh, that you mentioned. In, oh, you like that? Uh, I believe the outtakes. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Again, you don't like to waste things. I'm trying to find Hashtag two Hitchcock. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm trying to find on the uh, on the list here or on, on, on the Wikipedia where it talks about it. If they say what they really are uh, that they're eating, uh, this is one of the things I wanted to bring up. Though some of the juxtapositions of the book that were, I, I feel like 
again, this would have been even more over the top to see in the movie, but I really would have mm-hmm. loved it in the in the book. Instead of this like vat of bugs, um, they it essentially looks like a giant square, like a fourteen by fourteen square of meat that is oh. sentient that oh, they no. cut off little pieces of, and it grows back. And they they even talk about it when they when they walk by it, the tailies walk by it and they've been harvesting this like it just looks like a giant cube of meat Uh, and Mm -hmm. someone hears it like whimper and they're like, have you ever does it feel do you know it feels like can you talk to it? And they're just like, whatever, we just cut off chunks of meat and eat it and then it grows back and we just keep eating it. It's so even in the black and white, a little drawing for it. It's so fucking disgusting. It feels again, very Korean, though, like that horror Mm -hmm. Uh, like a Junji Ito type of thing or whatever, you know, or like Asian yeah. horror in general that just, they go a little extra than American horror. They're a little grosser. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of shit, man, it would have been really kind of jarring to see that. So then I kind of forget the movie yeah. for, for scaling it back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like, uh, what's it like John Carpenter, right? From the right. thing. Oh God. Yeah. He does some real like intense body horror. Yeah. And then like, I don't know, probably like the, whoever made the, human centipede movies but <laughs> right f- for the most guy. part like mainstream uh body horror stuff doesn't really show up a whole lot in Not as much. Uh, american cinema yeah where it doesn't it seems like it does from from an outsider's point of view um that it shows up in, in asian cinema yeah at least the stuff often, we're watching mm-hmm. yeah. hell yeah dude <laughs> oh dude i didn't even see any like uh meat blocks in uh, my neighbor <laughs> totoro this fucking sucks, dude. This movie is I don't like it. <laughs> Meat blocks. They're so gross looking, though. What a good gelatinous grossness. Yeah. Even that. Ugh. And then when, uh, they, uh, when they have sushi uh, in the aquarium cart, and then they make Tilda Swinton eat the, the fucking brick. Oh, I fucking love that part. And it's so, like, oh the God. sound effects is like... <laughs> and oh, her gross. teeth are, like, kind of wild in that movie anyway. Yeah, right? they, like, stick out. And then there's a point where, like they roll up on her and they like have her dead to rights and she takes out her teeth. Yeah. What is that is about? That, I, okay, good. So my wife <laughs> and I had this conversation. We were both kind of confused about it. And yeah. to me, my interpretation of it was like, she was taking out these teeth to show that she too, uh, was one of the tailies mm. like back in the day or whatever. Oh, okay. And she kind of worked her way up to where she's kind of working for the man at this point. I can see that. Or, or like, she was going to suck Chris Evans' dick. I mean, like, you know, one of those two options. I'm, I'm either gonna, way. I was going to say some stuff, but I think you're right. It's one of those two options. You're right. So uh-huh. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> she just goes, ah, yeah. wink, wink. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what a weird thing. If we could talk mm-hmm. about a movie, we be like, have you heard of this movie where Tilda Swinton takes her teeth out to suck Chris Evans' cock? Nope. Mm-hmm. You should really watch Snowpiercer. It's fucking great. You haven't seen Endgame? <laughs> Endgame is great, dude. <laughs> fucking rules. Who knew they were going to be together again? That's great, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, what a wild yeah. world. Um, uh, I have a bunch of notes. I like how we're just kind of Wait, skipping around, uh, though. real quick. Yeah, uh, please. Uh, uh, final tag on that is uh, Chris Evan. He's about to bust. And then uh, <laughs> he, like, has her back up. And then he, like, shoots his wad. <laughs> and he goes, on your left. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> well, this is a good transition because uh, okay. my next note is, uh, where does the poop go? Where does the poop where go? Where does the poop go? There's a, Interesting. There's a moment. That, that could be like a protein block thing. I wonder if it, that was a conversation that was had, you know? They're like, well, let's just put it right back in there. Waste, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a moment 
there's a, a a plot point with a moment where um, mm-hmm. Namgung and his his daughter look out the window at a certain spot because they see a plane that is uh, in the mountains. Yeah, and they've he mm-hmm. says later on the plot point is that he saw the tail and then he's seen more of the plane, which means that things are melting. Maybe they could actually survive out in the world. And uh, with that, once that happened, I think that's the moment when I wrote this note, where does the poop go? Because in my head, they talk about landmarks. And I was like, what if once a year they dump the poop and it's like nothing melts. So it just is frozen blocks of brown outside. And they see it every year. Right. Even Mm -hmm. if it was like spread out amongst the year, they would still see that all over the place. Right. Like unless it's recycled into their food, like you said, which is a very viable option, obviously. So where do the poop, where do the poop blocks go is really the question. Where where do they go? It kind of reminds me of like years ago, maybe like 15 years ago, there's that story in the news of Dave Matthews band. They were like parked on some bridge (laughs) and they, they emptied (laughs) like their like poop thing from their tour bus and it landed on like a ferry that was going underneath. So all these people were covered in Dave Matthews turds, you know? I mean, some people would be really happy about that. I mean, I guess Mm -hmm. if you're... If you are like a fecophiliac and you're like closeted and then this happens to you and you're the only one smiling during this whole thing, like you're so elated that this happened to you naturally that you turn around and, you know, you're just like literally a shit eating grin on your face. Oh, man. Just lick your lips. She's like, oh, no. What a great episode Hmm. for food. You going to eat that peanut? (laughs) Peanuts are extinct. You didn't see a peanut on the train. Peanut oh, plants, right? True. So, did they say how long it takes the uh, the train to go around the the Earth? Uh, did they mention that? I don't know exactly oh, okay. around the Earth, okay. but they do have that. They have like a map where they show the route, which was interesting, and where the train goes. And mm-hmm. uh, and then they have like landmarks for like they, that part is amazing. Uh, they're fighting with they're fighting the masked hatchet men. My favorite part of the movie. Uh, where like most of their masks are like their mouths are uncovered, but the tops are just covered and they look, you just can't see their eyes and it's creepy. Oh yeah. They go mm-hmm. past, they're going to a tunnel and they all start counting down. And I even like, I forget about it every time they're counting down and you just think, I, I always think like, Oh, it's going to get dark and they're going to put their, their, uh, masks. They're like, uh, the scene in the dark mask on or whatever, I can't it's called like the infrared or whatever, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, but they count down and they all say happy new year. Cause it's like, that's the spot every year that is like oh, January yeah. 1st. Um, okay, so they yeah. do hit things, but I don't know if it's like, it wouldn't actually be like, it takes 365 days to get there or whatever. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I imagine it would have to change all the time. Like, but they, mm-hmm. they seem to mark it at least by landmarks. They actually pass, you know? Okay. So yeah. That was okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it is kind of a weird thing. You're, you're in the middle of. Well, I guess at the beginning of uh, having like a bloodbath esque mm-hmm. fight, and you're like, "Hold on, hey. we pop a cork." <laughs> Someone's like with a kazoo or like the, <laughs> you know, like go ahead and get the confetti ready. <laughs> Here we go. It's about time. Uh, yeah, yeah. You got to do what you got to do sometimes. Absolutely. Um, going back to the uh, the the plane mm-hmm. thing, right? Uh, so they insinuate that the weather is getting warmer, and that's why we can see more and more of the plane, right? So uh, ideally, if you could get outside of the train, uh, it may be survivable at mm. this point. It's not as uh, chaotic mm-hmm. and apocalyptic as it once was when it first started. Is that is that correct? Yeah, like that's the idea behind it. You mean? Yeah, yeah. 
So the idea okay, is good. like the, they have a moment they pass to that they call it like the seven travelers or whatever that it's like people that tried to stop the train and get off and they froze. Oh yeah, that's right. You know, they mm-hmm. can like see them. Um, and then it's like he's seen this plane keep like uncovering itself, whatever. So he's like, well, yeah, it's been 17 years, though. Like that was like the third or fourth year of the train. So like that was a long time ago. Like maybe things are better. Uh, and then with given that he was able to steal a fucking fur coat off of some tweaked out druggie in a hot tub <laughs> or some yeah. shit, you know, uh, I love the whole idea of him and his he and his daughter, though, like helping people out um, basically for this fucking disgusting drug called Kronol that is made from like <laughs> yeah. industrial waste of the engine. Uh, again, yeah. I, I love the the class warfare, but also um, the the way that societies do that. Like you're going to make designer drugs mm-hmm. for the people at the top, whatever. And, the you know, they're going to get high out of their mind because what else are they going to do? They don't care about the other people in, on the train. Right. But they, the way they bring that back in at the very end of the movie where uh, sure, they've been getting high on it the entire the entire fucking movie. Right. right. Uh, but uh also they fashion a bomb out of it at the very end so as well smart. it's just it's it's great it's it, it makes them uh it adds like an extra dimension to mm-hmm. their personality you know yeah and it's, i liked it again because he's such a good actor and you see him I, when he popped up i was like oh right i know that guy he's great uh mm-hmm. he's got to have a big role in this you know and he, he does yeah. for a plot reason but then you realize later on uh one of my notes on here that i love is that you're following chris evans the whole time and some other characters um, that are going along with him, but mainly Chris Evans. And then they pick up these people on the way to help them get through the doors, this engineer and his daughter. But the, the story eventually changes main characters uh, from Chris Evans. He becomes he like sacrifices himself to get the little kid Timmy out of the out of the train um, and then gives them the matches so they can blow out the door and all that stuff like mm-hmm. it. You think that Chris Evans, he's there until like the very end, but then he's not. And you realize like, oh, it's we're actually following these two other people, you know? Yeah, it was almost like, let's kill every other living soul on right. this train, <laughs> except for this little boy they've been looking for, yeah. and then like the 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 Asian girl that right. uh, we met along the way, you know, because once that train blows up, holy shit, there can not be any survivors. Right. Even if you survive the wreck itself, the harsh climate is going to just claim your ass real fucking quick, right? Yeah. And, or like falling down that steep ass mountain it's it's fucked essentially is is what i'm getting at and i i did search ahead i don't know if you did for an after credit sequence of them just falling to their deaths and then it's just like humanity's over <laughs> <You know? laughs> but spoiler there's, alert there's not one so yeah, yeah. seven other trains to get through first <laughs> right, you know right this is actually just a final destination movie exactly it totally changes it up but there are a lot of gross things in, it, in both of those so it totally works yeah. Um, I, so I do. My main last note is this this fan theory that I want to explain to you, and it'll, it'll take a little bit. So I'm curious okay. what else uh, you have though before we get there. Uh, I think uh, my my I've got two final notes here. So one of them is a quote where somebody says, "Cigarettes have been extinct for ten years now," mm. as if they were like roaming the planet <laughs> like like pterosaurs. You know, <laughs> there's wild cigarettes out there. There's no humans, they're natural predator, to smoke them. So yeah. they're they're surviving on the harsh cold, that's right. Mm-hmm. Right. So when like somebody has like two cigarettes or whatever, it's like, oh wow. And then I heard somebody say extinct. I'm like, I don't I don't, I don't know. think that's the yeah. I don't think that's the word you want, but okay, <laughs> sure. Um and then uh, my my last last note is that um the across the train gun battle oh, with that, that was, one, yes. one guy. 
that's my favorite set piece from this oh, whole it's so movie. fucking cool it's the one that sticks with me is where uh he like works for the ed harris uh he's like an assassin or something mm, like that right i don't even he's like unstoppable look. yeah i i kind of lost track of like who does what or whatever mm-hmm. it's like okay those are good guys that's a bad guy okay sure fine. right right I don't, I don't even really know what his like whole thing is but uh when he's like shooting at chris evans from like i don't know 40 train cars away or right. whatever the fuck like shooting through the glass and they're shooting back and forth uh by the way i don't know that chris evans gun is really made for like shooting that far <laughs> but i'm like oh, okay it's movie okay. magic it is what it is yeah but i i just think that's so inventive and and cool that um and it kind of shows how badass that guy is right right that he's like well i'm gonna shoot this window and at first when i saw him like point the gun uh the, the very first time i saw this movie i'm like dude what are you doing you're gonna like completely shatter that glass or whatever and then you find out it's some thick ass glass right. right like shoot through it yeah 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 just to make Which a hole to be able to like, cool fire a bullet it. through yeah and yeah. then they i love that scene too because the it's like so many different parts the curve that makes it possible that they could shoot at each other from train cars away is neat yeah. uh they have to shoot through it to make a hole they both do that and then they're shooting at each other and they both hit the glass right in front of their faces over and over again but they can't hit each yeah. other and it's yeah. just so well done it, it looks rad it is, it's, yeah. it's cool it's just fucking cool man yeah mm-hmm. i love that one too that sure. was one of my notes yeah good call Hell yeah. All right. You ready for this crazy theory? Let's do this theory. And you don't know this at all, right? You don't know of any fan theories about this movie or anything? I feel like I've discussed everything I know about okay. this, this movie and, and or franchise at this point. Okay. So before I do this, because the fan theory, okay. I, I really buy into this and it, and it enhances uh, this movie for me. It's, and it enhances Snowpiercer. But without that, I'm curious, uh, what are your overall thoughts? I think we both like this movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you, what do you think, though? Yeah, yeah, I had a blast watching this. I would put this uh, out of all the recent like action movies that we've watched recently. Uh, your uh, your Lupa. Oh yeah. Your Live Die Repeat, aka Edge of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your Pacific's Rim. <laughs> Atlantic Rim, no. Yeah. Get in the fucking yeah, Boston Harbor. Uh, I would put this above uh, Pacific Rim for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I really like this movie ones. a lot, and I feel like I I need to put this back in the rotation. And also after watching it and certainly after having this conversation with you mm-hmm. uh i definitely want to check out the uh the comic and then oh cool yeah uh, maybe maybe give like the first episode or two of the the tv show right a whirl and see what i think i think it's <laughs> it's it's been removed from uh hbo max oh, uh yeah. to be named just max going forward yeah what's that about uh, i don't i don't fucking know dude they don't know what they're doing but that's all right i don't i don't know that's fine you know all right, so uh, yeah. yeah, I'd give that that stuff a shot. Anyway, I, yes, I kind of agree ahead. with you. Then, yeah, I think mm-hmm. I, I like this movie a lot. I think I like it. I, I I love Looper so much, and I think Live Die Repeat or whatever you want to call it, Edge of Tomorrow, I think are all mm-hmm. awesome. So uh, this one too, I think it's another movie that I just really dig, and I love mm-hmm. every time I watch it. It has a lot going on, but it's uh, it's darker. I mean, I guess Looper is also pretty fucking dark. Uh, it's like some kid killing stuff. Or, or adjacent in it but uh this one yeah i think it's fine it's pretty good okay good <laughs> you, you show these movies at a preschool <laughs> okay, kids cool, love it cool, you cool. know yeah. uh but all right i'm about to blow your mind okay and i hope it go. i hope it enhances this i if i had known i thought we had talked about it that's why I, and we like to surprise each other on the show to have a little oh, more sure, yeah. you know live action uh, not live action but uh live interaction of, of each other on the show here but um sure I watched the this YouTube video. Uh, it was the first thing that I had ever seen of this fan theory. It's, I don't know if it's this guy's originally. His name is uh, Rhino Stew. 
he just does oh, like some okay. various videos. Uh, this one was released four years ago. It has 13 million views, uh, which Damn. surprised me today. It is titled half as many uh, listeners as we've got. Oh week. yeah, half as <laughs> sure <laughs> weekly. <laughs> yeah, um, it is titled "Why Snowpiercer is a Sequel to uh-huh. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory." <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm strapped in. The video is pretty great. It's only like 13 minutes, and he really he goes in there. He he gives some really compelling points, and then there's even a section where he's like, "This is the red string crazy fucking theory." Uh, if you want to skip it, that's fine. But there's some extra things that kind of connect. Whatever. His idea basically is that uh, Wilford uh, Ed Harris at the at the head of the train mm. is a grown up yeah. Charlie Bucket. Who has okay. once he and Willy Wonka, once he took over the mantle from Willy, he changed his name to Wilford. And okay. like Willy Wonka loves to decorate with W's everywhere. There, there are W's okay. all over this train, There's right? All over the place. Yeah. So he does a much better job than I will, but I will just throw out the theory a little bit. His basic idea is that uh, the events of Willy Wonka happen. Uh, what we know from Willy Wonka is that uh, Willy is a shut-in. He has um, a factory that is completely self-sustaining from the outside world. He does not need to interact with the outside world. Uh, okay. He brings a group of people that have to go through a series of events in different rooms through his factory. And one by one, they are taken out of the group. Wow. Much okay. like this. Uh-huh. Um, the idea is that... Uh, uh, Charlie Bucket has become Wilford and he he has made uh, kind of like uh, Wonka is a big uh, engineer and he does like a lot of creative crazy things whatever he instilled that in Charlie so whenever he saw that global warming was a problem and he saw that this stuff was not going to work he built this train he was an engineer just like Wonka he built this train but the train you know even though it's perpetual motion it needs to be taken care of by really small people Oh, Oompa Loompas, okay. which went yeah. extinct, and so now he needs to use children. <laughs> the more you cigarettes, Oompa Loompas, <laughs> yes, all extinct. It's all in there. <laughs> the more you break it down, it's pretty crazy, though. Um, his idea is that that assassin that's shooting across the train—that's Mike TV. Mike TV is obsessed with guns. In that thing, okay. There's even a section of Willy Wonka in the movie that Mike TV eats some exploding bubble gum, and he's like, "That's Cronal." Uh, there's like so many little pieces. He says that, um, uh, Tilda Swinton's character is Veruca uh-huh. Salt. Uh, wow. And when you kind of see her, you're like, that could work. Uh, the mm-hmm. ages line up kind of right. Um, and his, then, and the entire idea is that when you think that Charlie has gone through the Wonka stuff to get to the end, you, you don't realize that Wonka has actually been orchestrating the entire thing to give his company over to a young person. And much like that, Wilford has wow. orchestrated all of this to give it over to a young person. And I fucking well, the the I, so this is the first rewatch of this movie since I've heard this theory. So I watched oh, okay. it this time with it in mind. And dude, it fucking works. Oh it God, works so awesome. So I don't know. So I don't awesome. know what you think about that. I'll, I'll send you this video so you can watch mm. it. It's really fucking great. It's super compelling. The, there's a lot more details I left out that are like, oh, that that kind of works and that kind of works. Uh, but I love the idea of it and just the fact that there's some connection here. Um, so in my mind, these are definitely related and, and it, it enhances both of them in my mind now too. So. Perfect. Yeah. I bet we can add that to the show notes if, uh, oh, if the listeners want to check that out as well. Wow. That's so fun. I did not expect, 
Willy Wonka <laughs> to come into play here. It's the W's that really work for me. And then the Wilford Willie connection. I'm like, man, that just, I don't know. It just seems like it could really work there. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of this theory. Um, I've seen it a few times now, but I, I was lucky to go back and find this. Ori- I think it was the original video that kind of made it popular, at least. If he, if he wasn't the very first person that put it out there. Um, but it's pretty great. So, uh, yeah, Snowpiercer, man. Willy Damn. Wonka. Damn. Who knew? It all comes back <laughs> to the Wonka, you know? We all suspected. Oh, and his video, when it opens up, we can't steal this for our title, uh, unfortunately, but he does the, the same Snowpiercer logo, but it says Wonka, Wonka Piercer, which I oh, really okay. fucking like. So, yeah, it just, it just sells the whole, whole idea there. But, uh, yeah, go check that out for sure, man. You know, when I was thinking about uh, trying to come up with something funny for the the, you know, to make fun of the the title of this movie, I was like, Chris Evans works at a Claire's in a mall. <laughs> all of a sudden, during winter time, his most challenging client of all shows up. That's right, Frosty the Snowman. Chris Evans is the Snowpiercer. It's like one of those Hallmark movies, man. Happy birthday, one Prince Albert, please. <laughs> I'm going to need a bigger piercing gun. Summer 2013. Uh, 100% will watch that movie. Okay, great. But I'll watch anything with America's ass in it. So, Oh, my God. Absolutely. He's looking good in this. You don't see his ass very much, but no, the beard works. So, mm-hmm. All right, man. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, uh, I had a blast talking about Snowpiercer with you today, and I'm glad we, we oh chose this for it's our great. movie. Uh, we kind of stumbled upon this when we were talking off air one day, I think, and mm-hmm. uh, it's a good one, man. So I'm glad it's out there uh, that we have we it We did it again, Stephen. We We've did done it. it again. There's something about these little, like, one-off sci-fi movies that just kind of, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just kind of works for, like, a single episode oh, conversation, you know? Yeah, right. yeah, it's fun. I like them, yeah. yeah as, as part of our ongoing rotation here, just, like, randomly, it's been a, a good series of them. Um, when you yeah. talk about those other ones we watched, I was like, yeah, I would totally watch this and Looper together. Like that would be a great double, d- double feature day or whatever. It'd be fun. The train goes in a loop. This movie's called dude. Looper. Guys, <laughs> it's guys, right there. <laughs> it makes sense, dude. It makes sense. It's pretty great. Um, yeah. okay. So, uh, this is episode 299, correct, Brent? 299. Wow, we've made My it this God. far. That's crazy. Um, you Technically cut our 300th episode, but... I know. Uh, <laughs> For us, it's yeah, all, <laughs> yeah. all over the place, but uh, we recorded a yeah. special 300th episode with some special guests. Do we announce anything of what that is, or just let it all play out next week? Well, I mean, we might as well just lean into it at this point, right? It. It's, it's on the books, so uh, next week uh, is episode 300, and... On that one, we're not talking about pop culture necessarily, uh, not for a main focus, but we are doing another fantasy draft. Mm. I know the people are cheering. They can't even. They're so excited. But keeping with the theme of death in our uh, pending demise, (laughs) (laughs) uh, we're doing an episode that's uh, listing our final meals. It's a final meal fantasy draft or maybe a last meal is what it is mm-hmm. uh but it's uh you and i of course and then uh, we have three guests uh, kind of like episode 200 we had three guests on that episode so five people mm-hmm. just pure nightmare fuel oh, i love it uh so is episode 300 uh we're having your wife uh the lovely amanda fisher back on mm-hmm. and then the weekend shift aka liz <laughs> wilson and allison oberg yeah. on to join us uh to discuss our final meals what we did to deserve 
the prison sentence that's going mm-hmm. to lead to that final meal. And then, you know, some other stuff. I think we asked uh, about some, uh, what we could do to make the, the podcast better. Oh, right. They gave us some advice, and we just we completely didn't do that ignored today. that advice. <laughs> <laughs> but it only counts from episode 301. Exactly. Because exactly. we're shifting time again. Right. Exactly. You're right. So uh-huh. we'll get to it. It ladies, all makes sense. But, uh, yeah. It's starting episode 301. You know, we'll see. We remember. We'll <laughs> we'll get there. But also, there are show notes and uh, you know social posts. Anyway, oh, yeah, that's uh, amazing. It was a great episode so, to record, though. I'm really looking forward to oh having it out there and listening back for it. Yeah, yeah. It, it was an absolute fun episode. Everyone was on their game, and it is a total blast. Right. So that should hopefully be a treat for all of the listeners next week. After that, Stephen, we're we're breaking off another hundo, right? <laughs> so we're doing 301. And you and I had a conversation uh, off air recently, and I was telling you, it's like, man, I'm in in the the Halloween spirit already. I love it. Like, I just, I, I just, the, the I, I feel like horror is a, a constant part of my diet mm. going forward love here. It. I just, I'm just on that that uh, Snowpiercer train, traveling through the land mm-hmm. of uh, the macabre. So I s- said to you, like, Stephen, we should do a half Halloween episode. Yes, we're, we're halfway to Halloween. Let's do it. You know, did you know so that, a, by the way, that it was like because the actual dates fall right when we're going to release that. I didn't know that was kind of a thing. It's like half Halloween. I didn't, I didn't either. I think we made it up. So we do want credit for yes, it. Uh, wherever is, you see half Halloween right. going forward. I've heard people talk about half Christmas before. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, get out of here with that shit. But half Halloween. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's way better. Absolutely. Hey, at the end of April, beginning of May, just go to your neighbor's house and demand candy. Okay. Should I do it now? On Twix! <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because you're never like that angry in real life. I've never seen you like angry, but but on the show, you could really like let it loose for a Twix. I mean, you know? I've I've I got some stuff I'm storing up for <laughs> for a final send-off. It's gonna be like a real falling down moment for me. <laughs> You just fucking lose it. Button down dress shirt, short sleeves, and then uh, horn rim glasses. Fucking go running because uh, you know, put on your red shirt. Oh my god, it's it's about to go down. But uh, you know, that's that's a joke for the CS CSI uh, for the CIA and the FBI listening. I don't know. And, you know, maybe the robot overlords, mm-hmm. whatever the case. So episode 301 as a main topic, and we're giving you, listener, a couple of weeks heads up because we want you to watch this movie and come back to listen to us talk about it. We're going to talk about the 2022 Must movie. Be. Barbarian. Yes. And look, it's uh, here in the States, it's streaming on HBO Max, soon to be Max. Uh, and uh, you can watch it there. Uh we're we're rounding bases on a new month, so will that still be on there? I don't fucking know, dude. You but find we're, it we're telling you now, it's on there now. Uh, international listeners, good luck. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe use the Just Watch app. I don't know. I don't live where you are. I'd love to be able to help you with this. I simply cannot. I don't. I like that you've turned the no. You've turned the podcast into a streaming recommendation service, <laughs> but you don't need to. It's okay. I feel like people can find it out there. I don't even. I don't even know if Just Watch works outside of the U.S. Have we ever checked? You ever been outside yeah, the US? I did that. I, I did it in uh, Mexico. Perfect. On uh, on my iPad when uh, we went on vacation oh, last year. So much so that when I was uh, trying to find something uh, 
uh, maybe about a month ago, I was looking it up on my iPad, and it was still set to Mexico, <laughs> and I came across something I really wanted to see. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And I went to go check. It's like, it's not on there. And then I saw the little like uh, Mexican flag. You're like, the corner. damn I was it. Like, oh, they got me again. You got to move back. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to shut myself back. <laughs> well, first I have to drive back to, to Mexico, switch it, drive all the way back. It's a whole border crossing. It's going to be amazing. But uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Barbarian. Yep. Again, from 2022, this is very much a movie where you need to go in as blind as you right, can. Right, Know as little as possible. Know that the movie's called Barbarian. Know where to find it and sit down to watch it and just let it yeah. happen. Because it's, uh, uh, it's a whole ass journey. It's, it's, oh, my goodness. Right. Yes. It's so it's, unexpected. In the best ways, and uh, it's mm-hmm. dark and gross and horrific, but such a fucking fun blast to watch. So yeah, oh I'm, I'm excited it, to get through this with you. Parts yeah. of it were fucking hilarious to me. Right, I was right. laughing my ass off. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna watch it this time with my wife. Oh, fantastic! Because uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel like she, she, she kind of like uh, is more receptive to like horror stuff. Oh, that's great. Than almost anything else. I, I kind of run by her. Off on so, her. uh, maybe this, this is a, and like overall, it's just a really good fucking movie. Right, so, right. uh, it was my, it was tied for my favorite movie of 2022. Uh, this, uh, barbarian of course tied with say it with me. One, two, three rescue Rangers. Oh, really? No <laughs> oh, yeah. one. Okay. All right. <laughs> that was a great movie. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, my we didn't God. do that one. Did we? Did we do that one? No. Yeah, we should do that oh one. God. That was a lot of fun. Are we going to pivot that? Is that 302? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> Give people that advance notice, you know? You know, we got to do what we got to do. Uh, no, I believe we have something else uh, uh, hopefully planned. That's for, right. We do have some uh, cool some stuff planned, I think. Uh, but man, yeah, if we could uh, get Rescue Rangers on there at some point. Oh, hell yeah. So good. Oh, my God. Oof, Another my one that goodness. surprised me. I didn't really know much going into it. And I was like, oh, this is great. This is great. Yeah. Just yeah. really surprised. Uh, yeah, so it'll be really fun. Come back next week for 300 for a special episode, and then 301 right after that for half Halloween. Yes, and Barbarian. We bring the content, man. That's great. Um, yeah. As usual, if you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, other infos in the show notes as usual. Please rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps. Five stars is always appreciated. And let your friends know so more people can find us. I'm just laughing that Ugly Sonic makes an appearance in Rescue <laughs> Rangers. <laughs> And it's so perfect. It's so fucking It makes good, Sonic dude. a better movie. Knowing that that is in, in another movie out there. It's great. Yeah. That's oh, fantastic. my God. Yeah. That's, so I want to actually just watch that right now because it's a good time. Hell, yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, anything else for you today, sir? No. I believe we've uh, talked ourselves into silliness. I love it, man. We began with silliness. We end with silliness. Right and it. listener, guess what? You got another like 15 minutes oh my worth God, of nonsense ahead of you. It's so. the worst. <laughs> Yeah, we're the best of the silliness for this episode for sure. Uh, well, dude, it was a blast. Uh, definitely come back next week for 300. We had a blast with that as well. The ladies are always yes. amazing, so uh, they make us better, and uh, and it shows in that episode. So come back for that. Come back for Barbarian, Barbarian, and uh, looking forward to uh, talking about uh, that with you, man. So uh, until next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Brent, and let's talk later. Record. Got it. Perfect. Doing it. Um.
we were talking like immediately before we hit record and I said, oh, wait, we got to start recording now because I had a uh, a bad week last week. Like the, mm-hmm. the first four, like Monday through Thursday was just like fucking rough. And it wasn't anything like devastating. It was just like being in a funk, you know. Right. And, and it not, just happens. Not living funk. Oh, my God. If there was just a guy just playing slap <laughs> bass following me around my life, I'd never have a bad day again. Are you kidding me? What if that's how you knew you had a bad day? You're like, oh, no, the funk is starting. <laughs> but at least i can walk cooler you know I mean, exactly I got this cool yeah. beat to follow so fucking disco stew is following <laughs> behind me at all times how could it go wrong you know um but well, like I, I i was able to like shake that off after a couple of days and you know like sometimes when that happens it just takes a day and i i can reset you right. know when i wake up the next morning but just wasn't happening that said you know by friday it was all all good but I told you off air that, you know, if if uh, life doesn't get better, I'll just hope that an asteroid decimates mm-hmm, our mm-hmm. planet, you know, just because, like, if I'm miserable, everyone else should be, you know, <laughs> so why not? And I was just imagining, like, a small child. You know how, like, there are signs if, like, a child is going to become a serial killer, like, if they hurt animals or whatever? <laughs> That's a good turn. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> what if it was, like, a child, like, in their high chair, like, that small, you put one of those little, like, smash cakes in front of them, you have them blow out a, a little candle, you know, mm-hmm. make sure that they don't get burned, but you blow that out. And then you ask them, well, what did you wish for? And they're like, for everyone to die. <laughs> <laughs> That's some dark shit. Timmy's yeah. never said anything before. Those were his first words. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got an omen situation. <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> oh, my God. I, uh, yeah, children are great, but they could also be very creepy in the right circumstances. And I feel like that would definitely do it. They can see mm-hmm. some really fucking off stuff, you know, just out of the blue. <laughs> yeah. They're very honest about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Including I think that's wanting like a... the destruction of the whole planet. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you feel that way, Timmy? I don't know. I couldn't get my Lincoln logs put together <laughs> right. right. Oh, that's weird. You're playing with Lincoln logs? What year is hmm, this? Interesting. Yeah, I my hoop got got ruined, and I can't roll it down the sidewalk anymore. Oh, <laughs> seriously, have you heard of a Nintendo Switch, Timmy? <laughs> there are better things in the world. Maybe that's why you think uh, you want an asteroid. I'm just sorry that I won't be able to use my divining rod to find water someday. Wait, what, Timmy? What? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Timmy's actually kind of an interesting fellow, though. Yeah, he's an old soul. Uh huh. Indeed, you might say. Uh, uh, I don't know how to transition from uh, a child praying for death right. uh, to this next thing, but like there's there's a little bit of a through line. So sure. I was trying to hang up something today in our, our kitchen, and it's this little like sign, and it has these two holes on the back of it, which I fucking hate. Mm. Number one, I hate hanging things because I hang everything crooked. I cannot help it. Oh, that's Even amazing. if I get like a second opinion, I, I'll hold something up. I'll be like, does this look straight? And my wife will say, just up a little bit on this one side. And I make that adjustment. She's like, okay, that's good. For whatever reason, my hand will still like slip down like immediately before oh, I okay. it in. And it's just, I can't not do it. You, know? you don't blame her for it. Oh, no, no, no. This is 100% of me problem. Okay, it's gotcha, been gotcha. that way my whole life. Um, so I, my go-to is the little like, uh, is that like straight piece of metal that has the little like saw teeth on the bottom of uh-huh, it? Sure. That way you could kind of adjust it up and down. They're great. Yeah. And a single one, right? Right in the a middle. A single one, right? That's why all you do we need. not? Why is this not the default technology right, for hanging stuff? Yeah, 
And by the way, the two little like holes, so you can like, you know what I'm talking about? Like they they have mm-hmm. these holes. You like uh, push a nail like through, a keyhole like, looking thing, and yeah. it's like yeah, and then mm-hmm. it slides down. Uh, they were installed like not crooked. Yes, oh, right. So I'm like, even right. if I do hang this up, I would never know because you have to like it, work against that to make it straight. Yeah. It is just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like that uh, that give of that that lady who's like trying to solve a math equation and she has these little like graphics like flying up in front of her face. That was right. me when I saw yeah. that. I was like, there's there's no amount of time on this planet that I will have to make this look proper. Yeah. So um, regardless, I, I was going through there and I was hammering in the two nails and I hammered in one. No, no issue. The second one decided to get stuck. It's just like stuck halfway out of the wall at this point. The nail? And I tried... Yeah, mm-hmm. and I tried hammering it in further. It will not budge. I tried pulling it <laughs> out. You hit? It will not budge. I don't know. <laughs> Did you get like a stud and you didn't expect it? That happens sometimes. And then they're like those nails are like not meant to go through things yeah. that aren't crumbly wall texture. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like they're too little. They're too fragile. Yeah. Too furious. Exactly. Not really. Not really on these. Um, not I don't know. I don't know what they are. Uh, they're not good nails. Mm-hmm. I find. Mm-hmm. Um, because if they, they meet any sort of resistance at all, they, they, I've never seen a nail give up before. It's like, I won't, I won't go in. I won't come out. I'm just, this is how we're living. I'm at here. This point. Leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> right? I just want to be left alone. And I tried to do that thing where I used the claw of the hammer to like right. grab the nail and like, kind of like shake it and, and, and wiggle it. And it, uh, did not budge even a little bit. Like it moved and made the hole in the drywall. Oh, that's uh, good. Larger. Sure, sure. <laughs> that's, that's great, you know. You, need, you should cover that with a picture, Brent. Ah. Would that help? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. You're like, Stephen, have you been fucking listening, man? I don't need this shit right now. I told my wife, it's like, if we could just get that nail the fuck out of there, I can go get one of those little, like, those little sawtooth things and, like, hammer it in the back of it. And right. then we'll cover it up. We'll pretend like it never happened. Exactly. Like several of my other things that I've hung up in this house. I'm just like, well, that hole won't work. I guess I'm moving this up slightly. <laughs> I would love for it. years from now when you sell your house and someone moves in, they're like, I know they had a few paintings up, but there are, like, significantly more holes in the wall than the paintings here. And you're like, oh, right. They were covering uh-huh. up other holes that I messed up on, of course. Yeah, th- those are uh, what we call in the business term my trenches. <laughs> I just like my buddies. Give them some, they're some fun. room. Yeah, they oh, get yeah. a bad rap, you know. I don't know what you've been reading in your liberal media, mm-hmm. but termites kind of where it's at. Our friends. Know? Yeah, <laughs> termites are gross, man. You know what I? This reminds me. This is another uh, homeowner thing, uh, at least in Texas, that we have to deal with a lot. Is uh, and I guess anybody, anybody that lives anywhere, uh, cockroaches. Like wood, they're called wood cockroaches. They're big. They're like two inches. And uh, the oh other my day, God, that's massive, dude. Brent, Brent. Holy shit. So we have a dog, right? And dog hair gets uh-huh. everywhere. You know how that uh-huh. happens. And like you just, yeah. any, anytime you're doing anything, right? You're cooking or whatever. And you're like, oh, there's a little dog hair here. You got to brush it away. Mm-hmm. I made some banana bread the other day. And I saw uh, a piece of dog hair sticking out of one. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I went to grab it. And it was the antenna of a cockroach. Oh, my God. I threw that banana right away, by the way. Uh, it was disgusting. And I I didn't, I did kind of scream. I will I will admit a little. And Amanda was like, what's wrong? And I was like, there's a cockroach on the bread. It was really disgusting. Uh, and I don't like dealing with them. Did you like, oh, my God. And like in my head, I'm, I'm hearing it as you hyperventilating. Oh, and yes. And like trying to finish a sentence. But you couldn't get it. It's like, oh, my God. 
Amanda, <laughs> there was a two-inch cock. <laughs> She's Roach. like, I'm, I'm not scared of a two-inch cock. I've dealt with it my whole life. <laughs> Oh my God, Stephen! I might I say congratulations? <laughs> I hope to get there one day. <laughs> I've been watering it and singing to it, so just not. Oh, you need some miracle bro, bro. You need some miracle bro. Oh, that's what we need. That's we should sell that. El Brandon miracle bro. Turn your maga hat around backwards and sit on this chair real quick. Let me talk to you. Have you ever heard of miracle bro? <laughs> You spread it in your testicles. It grows your penis and cancer. <laughs> yeah, cool. <that's> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, wow. But, you know, we're all hoping for the inevitable heat death of the universe. And uh, so mm-hmm. either way, you might get there, you might not. But it's going to be a beautiful journey all the way there. Absolutely. So Don't stop believing, you know. We'll oh. all get there. The inevitable cold bleakness of death just looming <laughs> over us hanging out at your i don't know local jungle gym or something i don't know it, it's it, coming uh, for you just i was afraid mm-hmm. your story about hanging stuff up i was afraid you were gonna have an accident again i thought oh. that was the story yeah i thought you're gonna be like and somehow i fell on a saw i, I I'm, <laughs> I'm missing an arm now don't know how it happened Oops! This little puppet rolled up, rode up on a tricycle. Like, do you want to play? Oh fuck! You're you're already doing that. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay, I didn't. Wow! Already, this didn't... guy's torturing himself. Wow. Well, I guess I got my whole day free. I hear that Dungeons and Dragons movie's pretty good. I might go see that. I don't know. <laughs> tricycle out of there. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I want to go back to uh, you throwing the banana bread away because of oh, the yeah. cockroach in it. Like, I, I totally get that. You uh, know, uh, it's not like you were intentionally it trying. It, yeah, it's not yeah. like you were intentionally trying to waste food. It's just right, like right, right. there's a bug in there. You know, he's 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 shitting all over that bread. I, it's easy to say. I imagine he was fucking it in there. I I didn't trust the bread afterwards. How about that? Oh, yeah. I'm like, you didn't see him. He was shady looking motherfucker, man. He was wearing a trench coat. <laughs> yeah. He was looking for a cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, something like that similarly happened to me uh-huh. earlier this week. Maybe this is part of why I was having a bad week. But like <laughs> at, at work, I was uh, eating part of my my lunch, which is essentially rabbit food uh, right. during the day. So uh, to simulate the crunch of some delicious potato chips instead i eat crispy snow peas um the sugar snap peas you know oh right uh i like them in general but they do have that crunch that i'm looking for for a a lunch snack but as i was going through there i i opened up a a, what i thought was a fresh bag and then i as i was digging through there i saw oh oh, this one looks a little bit weird on this one does too and on the second one i turned it around there was some mold, like uh, it was had some white I fur on hate it. That. Uh, I was like, "Oh my god, this you is disgusting!" Them? I threw that one in the trash, no, and then I god, ate the rest of you. them over the course of the week. <laughs> over the week, over the week, they're already turning, bro. That was your nah. warning sign. No, that's how you know is that uh, it's oh, um, it's good. You know, oh, okay. the the mold has infected all of the um, the beta snow peas oh so you the got those cuck need... snow peas yeah. out of there <laughs> yeah that's right yeah <laughs> they don't even deserve miracle bro <laughs> there was a guy on reddit i believe the other day who posted he was like man i had these delicious blueberry egos earlier and i went to get a oh. third one 
and I opened the package and I was really confused because the package was for plain Lego at uh, Legos, oh, plain no. Legos. And he opened it up and it was fucking little specks of mold. Oh, and no. he was like, I just ate two, two moldy Legos. And, uh, disgusting is all i can say i the idea mm. of eating mold even accidentally i i feel like ugh, just fucking disgusting it is uh i don't like and you and i both have facial hair you know mm. you ever get like a stray whisker in your mouth and it just oh right it, you just freak out because <laughs> yeah, it, yeah it's yeah. like it's it's like you're not supposed to be here where what are you doing here like right. i will stop whatever it is i'm in the middle of doing <laughs> And he's like, out. oh no! I don't like. I have to put my hands in my mouth and like try to dig it out. Like, the the rest of reality stops for me while I try to dig that out. So I can't imagine having like actual hair growing on right. a food product Ugh. and then eating it. Like, I would never be clean again, you know. Uh, and we're obviously not. Uh, I thought you were gonna say that our beards were like the mold of our face. Oh well, which. I mean, is kind of maybe yeah (laughs) might be accurate for both of our wives i think uh i don't know about yours but mine has accepted mine now and likes it but for a while it's like she also was like get that hairy thing away from me you know yeah no like i've i've i told my wife i'm like i want to shave off all my facial hair at least once before i die oh which could be this summer we don't know what Uh, just just to see what it looks like you know right because i've just had this facial hair for so long Mm -hmm. but i'm like uh, I, I kind of want to do that. And she's like, no, she's not even in conversation. She just says no. See, she so, likes it then. Yeah. Well, you know, she's just used to it, you know? So she's uh, like, no, she doesn't have to look at my fucking ugly face anymore. So she doesn't want to see that. Where's your jawline? It looks weak. Um, but I do want to like, uh, kind of, uh, uh, play with my facial hair a little bit. Like the, the Change closer I could look to puss in boots, the better for me. Oh, you, know? you have a whole look in mind. Okay. For puss and birds. I thought you were going for like a, a early in sync kind of vibe. Is that what you oh, with the, mm-hmm. with with just the uh, the goatee the right. goat? Yeah, and you could even do like or like a uh, Tony Stark. I feel like you, oh, yeah. you could rock a Tony Stark. I feel. Oh yeah, like that guy. Uh, that, what is that? That seems awfully involved. You know, <laughs> it does. It's a lot. Uh, yeah, but maybe once though. You know, um, there's mm-hmm. that guy that like cameraman and like Iron Man three or some shit. Remember, he was like, oh, Mr. Stark, I shaved my beard like you. And he like looks like Tony, but not. And it's like really weird. And you're like, oh, people would actually do that if that was around. Mm-hmm. You should yeah. do that. You should be like, oh, boy, I don't I don't know. Like. Mm, no, uh, I, I, I don't feel show. like I'm the, the, the wait, what do it for the show. But it's it's a stunt but, stunt bearding. We don't we don't have we don't record oh, people the video. Know what we look like. That's you can right. just draw your cartoon character that way. Oh, yeah. For the cover wow. of the show. That's I think so much easier. Wow. We should have thought about this the whole time. We've done it. Let me just adjust it. Oh, my God. I do have a weak-ass jawline. Oh, Fuck. no. God damn it. <laughs> Never mind. It's all a wash. Fuck it. Brandy was right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She was right. She'll uh, never know. Do you want to sync with uh, Miracle Bro? Absolutely. That's that what sound great? I was thinking as well. Perfect. perfect. Yes. It's a Miracle Bro. Oh my god! It just works. It works on fucking levels, dude. <laughs> All right, we'll sync with Miracle Bro on three, one, two, three. Miracle, Miracle Bro from the makers of Miracle Taint. <laughs> Miracle Taint. Mm-hmm. You, it's like Pop Rocks for your tape. My name is Don Rigatoni. I was born without a tape. Thanks to Miracle Taint, I have a tape now. Thanks, Miracle Taint. 
P-A-N.